What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization. And you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to Piano at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Oakland Raiders have scored on the most singing, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why, thank you, Brent Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope and trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 246 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live here from Murph's Fan Cave on what is oops there you go for some of these you want that are on the youtube you can and for those of you that are on the audio podcast you can hear me spark my saber my luke lightsaber as nice. it is in fact may the fourth so may the fourth be with you raider nation and we're going to get to a lot of fun raider star wars connections here in just a little bit uh but first and foremost welcome to all of you, those of you that have joined us here live in the chat on the youtubes that is youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. We appreciate so many of you joining us live here tonight. I will leave it to my fantastic co-host to shout us out. Uh, so uh, so thank you for those of you that are, that are in there. Thank you to those of you that are joining us on the audio version of the podcast. You can find our audio podcast on any of your electronic devices where you can source a podcast. You could ask all of your like uh, internet-connected devices. I won't say them because I don't want to activate them in your house. Hey, Google. I'm sorry. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have done it. Hey, Google, listen to Raiders Fan Radio. Yeah, just do that, and you can listen to Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, and uh, and for those of you that are listening to us on the fan-sided or just blog baby website, we thank you very, very much. And so we ask you, whether you're watching it here live on the YouTubes or you're uh, listening to us on an audio version of the podcast, 
please do what you can to like, thumbs up, subscribe, smash the bell as the kids say. Do whatever you can to support this show uh, because the more you support it, the more we uh, we uh, gain attention from advertisers. And uh, the more money we raise, we give it to our foundation, which is the One Nation Foundation, and we give all that money away. So uh, if, you, if you contribute to the show with a monetary donation, we love and so much appreciate those. Uh, and, and, and if you're not in a, in a place to, to donate monetarily, just hit the just hit the subscribe, retweet it, you know, put on your Facebook, whatever, whatever. Just 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 help us out, and, and that way, if you don't mind, we certainly appreciate that, and it helps out the greater good and the bigger cause of this show. But uh, before we get on with the rest of this show, oh my gosh, I said, "Well, okay, Google," and I woke up my own Google. I woke up. My, hey, when, Google, stop. I'll have to go in there and do that. That's pretty funny. Okay, so while I'm going in there and doing that, let's welcome to the show the man that adorns the Western Annex of the Murphs fan. Oh, I messed that up because now I'm a lot of sorts. Let's welcome to the show the man that adorns the Southern Annex of the Western Annex of the Murphs fan cave desk, the one and only Swag Jeff. It's oh. okay. It's okay that mine's not movie quality. No. <laughs> That's a step brother's joke. Step brother's joke. No big deal. Yeah, man. But you have the voice of an angel. Oh yes, 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 absolutely. And it's so good to be here. Uh, Oh my gosh, I'm still recouping. I know. I think that's what a lot of it. What's going on too? I'm a little bit out of sorts, Jeff, because we had a freaking epic, epic four days in Vegas. An oh. epic, an epic four days. We got to hang out with some of our closest friends, uh, new friends, along with old. And holy crap, man, it was just, it was the best time. And yeah, man, I kind of feel like I've been floating for the last few days. I mean, it's just Vegas will do that to you, man. If you haven't been, you need to get down there and all that. I mean, just, just what an amazing experience at the draft. Uh, and and all these cool people in the chat here, we got to see a lot of those guys uh, here in Vegas as well. Uh, Matthew Mangus, Coach Davis, what's up, Coach? Uh, Raider Loco, Shane Tolbert, which we got to meet at the uh, on the second floor of the Ahern Hotel. So uh, so good to see you, buddy. Tider Raider, who of course hung out with us uh, for a bunch of the week, a uh, bunch of the weekend. Heat freaks in there, big easy. Raider Rue, who I who I saw at the airport. So oh, did I, you really? Yeah, so I got to see him at the I got to see him at the at the thing at the Rockstar Bar, and then I'm leaving. I'm all in the zone, you know, all sad because I'm leaving Vegas. But uh, but I run into Raider Rue, and so uh, oh, and, I love that. So and our gates were right next to each other, so we go through security the whole thing, and right next to our gate was a Raider image. Oh well, yeah, of course. It was. And so he got to see me in my element, and uh, <laughs> and I'm walking around, and I start grab I start grabbing shit, and he goes, "Oh wow, you getting something?" I'm like. I knew I wasn't going to be able to leave Vegas without buying something else Raiders. Oh, well, and yeah. So, yeah. So, so well, I, yeah. And, and, uh, and, and uh, you know, a uh, little, little confession here. Okay. I bought some at that Raider image, too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Valerie and I went through there at the very, and I'm like, I, 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 I got to grab her shirt, and we got her a hat, and it was, yeah, we got it. You got It's the Raider image. What'd you get? I just the old school. I got because we were looking for the draft shirt because I wanted to get her a draft shirt, and so but they didn't have any. They didn't have any. Couldn't find them anywhere. But they and so we screwed up. You and me, we messed up when we first got to the airport. We went to the Raider Image and they had the draft stuff. We didn't get it then. We're like, oh, we'll get it at the thing because we knew we were going to go the other Raider Image. Coming back through that, none none of the Raider Images had them. Not at Mandalay, not Allegiant Stadium, and then the last one not the airport. So instead of the draft shirt, we got her a hat, and then I just got the old school the one with like the old um the first like pirate logo oh yeah yeah, yeah but i got one of those at the raider image too you did the one at the stadium that's a great one i hadn't seen that shirt yet. it looks kind of faded but it's it's the old like the logo that was black and gold and yes. but now it's just black and silver yes you, you, that's the one you got yeah yeah 
real recognized real yeah. swag, Jeff. And then, you and got then good I was, taste, my man. Well, yeah, absolutely. And then I got, I got, I think one of my favorite shirts that I got was at was at the airport actually, and Raider Roo can can uh, vouch for that. But it was <laughs> it was so cool. It was, it, so it's. An I all- love that, by the way, that you freaking ran into Raider Roo at well, the airport. Yeah, That's absolutely, awesome. Absolutely. So uh, so it's an all black shirt, and it's an all black Raider logo. Yeah. So like it's like all black. Oh, like the hats just- we wear. It's just like you can just barely see the oh, shadow with a Raider nice. logo. It's badass. And check out this. I don't want to give. Uh, I want to give respect to uh, to Woodson Whiskey. So I'm currently wearing and uh, and and uh, shout out to Graphic Raider if you're listening. I'm sure he'll be tuning in at some point. But I'm wearing the shirt from the from the uh, from the game. Dude, that thing is legit. You're wearing the Woodson Whiskey yes. jersey that yes. came out during the game. So I got to tell on you a little bit. So this is funny. So okay. So and I guess we'll. I don't know. We want to get to it. I mean, we're going to talk so much about this stuff. Let's just get it out, some of it now. We're going to look, we'll just say this. We have our draft thing. We want to, we kind of recapped it a little bit on, on an audio version of the podcast, but we got so much more about our draft experience that we want to share with you guys. So we'll just kind of intersperse it throughout the show yeah. instead of calling it a segment or whatever. We're just going to kind of talk about it uh, as we go here. Okay. So we go out to do the Graphic Raiders content creator flag football game, and we go out there to record it and, and to broadcast it. My fault, I should have recognized that in the middle of the desert at this park, the wa- there's no Wi-Fi, and the signal out there is terrible. It, like it, usually, cas- casino cell service is spotty anyways, but the entire I swear, the entire city of Las Vegas sucks. And you would think it would be good because it's in a desert. There's not like there's a lot of mountain ranges and stuff for signals to go through. But anyways, so the signal service sucks out there. So we're out there trying to do this thing. And so the, the broadcast, and I think it was Shane in the chat asked, did, did we record the game? Yeah, we did. And it's on our channel. You can find it. It's Some of it you can see and some of it's good. A lot of it kind of stinks. You know what I mean? Because it's just not great quality. It's If anything around here, we kind of like, we have a lot of intention around the best audio and video quality we can come up with, uh, you know, for being a bunch of amateurs. Uh, and so that's definitely not in our realm of, 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 but anyways, I left it up there just so people can look at it if they want. Next year, we'll do it much different. Next year, we'll record it and then upload it as a premiere. Totally. So that way you can get a much better quality. We even have mobile rigs and stuff that we use with gimbals and GoPros and all that. But I was like, oh no, we're going to do it live. We can do it from the, eh, whatever. It was a mistake. My yeah. fault. My bad. Anyways, so all that said, one of my favorite parts of that, to go all the way back, to, then I'm going to switch back to Jeff's camera, yeah. to go back to the jersey you're wearing, Yes. one of my favorite parts, it's Aaron the Q-Dog Raider and you uh-huh. standing there doing commentary on the game, and you went, oh man, swag's coming out, I gotta go. Yeah, and they're like, giving away jerseys, I'll be right back. And you freaking drop your mic and bounce and run and... Well, and Mac Bud's in the chat and said, I watched I watched the the, the video. Oh, he and did? Swag was the flat, fastest player on the field <laughs> because I literally put the mic down and I sprinted to that box and grabbed my size. And in perfect capo form, in Aaron the Q-Dog Raider form, instead of going like, hey, Jeff, where are you going? Or why are you leaving me here alone? Instead, he gave commentary on your gait and size of your calves and was quite complimentary. Oh, oh yeah. It's okay, awesome. good. Well, I got to check that out. <laughs> He's like, look at, look at Jeff's legs. That was great, man. It was so fun. Absolutely. Man, this trip, man, y'all, we had so much damn fun. Oh, yeah. I'm going to save it because we're going to get to it. Yeah. This trip was epic, man. This is the best so good. Vegas trip maybe ever. Not even maybe. I'm, I'm not going to hedge it. This was the best. And we've had some amazing ones. Yeah. So it doesn't disparage any of the amazing trips we've had prior. Yes. And the people we've got to spend it with. This is this trip, man, all in all, top notch. All right. 
here at the top of the show. We always like to take our episode number and reference it back to something significant within Raider Nation. And uh, we are doing episode number 246 of Raiders Fan Radio here tonight. And our yes. buddy Swag Jeff has that honor. Swag Jeff, what do you got for us tonight? Yeah, we got a fun one for 246. We got a career stat. We love a good career stat around Love a here. career love stat. Love a career stat, man. And we're going to be highlighting one of the best. Do it. Number 46, tight end, Todd Christensen. Oh, let's go. Absolutely. So in his career, he uh, he had 461 receptions for 5,872 yards and 41 touchdowns. Nice. We don't do math around here, but we like numbers. Love numbers. So if you break that down. Okay. 41 touchdowns at six apiece. Todd Christensen no way. Do it. scored Do 246 it. It. points through the air for the silver and black. Let's go. Nice job, Swaggo. Wow, that's strong, dude. Strong, man. Speaking of strong, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider says Swaggo's legs is greater than Samoan Raiders Crocs. <laughs> Facts. So our good buddy TJ Simone Raider, if you, as you know him on YouTube, so funny. So he's out there filming and playing a little bit, and everybody's out there, and they got you know everyone's in their athletic gear and doing their whole thing, and someone's out there in his freaking Crocs, and we're like, "Hey man, you gonna go in?" And he goes, "Well, if I do, I gotta put these these Crocs in sport mode." Yeah, all sport mode. Uh-huh. <laughs> he flipped the top of it back to lock it on his heel, and sure enough, he's a man of his word. He freaking put those things in sport mode and went and played. It was amazing. Gosh, that was so much damn fun. Anyways, we're going to talk about it in a minute. All right, let's hit some contact info, and then uh, let's get to this darn show. You changed this around on me, pal. What did I do, buddy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You added some new sounds, and I can't wait to hear Woo! Hey, Raider Nation! You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut Shut up, up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tok. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. That was so much. (laughs) Good. Let's go. go. Nice job. Nice job. Nice oh, job. Let's go. That was so money. That was money, dude. We that nailed that one. So that was, money. That was good. That was good. All right. Oh, so good. All right. We, hey, we, thanks for joining us here tonight on episode number 246. <laughs> Where we celebrate saying one word at the same time. <laughs> one word at the same time. Uh, so anyways, but for real though, thank you for everybody joining us for 246 tonight. Yes. Thank you to everybody in the chat room, including the one and only Gungan Jar Jar Binks. Wow. What's up, welcome, Jar Jar? Jar Jar. He says, Am I welcome? You so welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you so mean people are going to die? 
Oh my god! Heck yeah, man. We welcome all. Uh, you know, just because you use words doesn't mean you're smart, as Qui Gon would say. But yes, we welcome you uh, in here, and uh, it's unfortunate that you, you kicked off the uh, or helped endorse the the Galactic Senate, which once uh, turned into the Empire. But we will take you, anyways, Jar Jar Binks, and uh, yeah. It's a good. It's probably a good. Th- so I should say this: Uncle Mosh is not joining us tonight, and it may be a good thing that Mosh is not joining us on May the fourth because yes. there will be a lot less stuff getting thrown at us Absolutely. throughout the course of the night. Absolutely, um, you're saving my back from that uh, baking sheet over Absolutely, there. and I mean, I and I would get stuff thrown on me for my shirt. For those of you that are on the, the audio version, I've got the uh, the it's called Junk Food. I think is the brand name, and it's officially endorsed Raiders Star Wars stuff. Oh. It's super super cool. Yeah, so anyways, so I got my, my dark side. It's got uh, Vader and, and a Boba Fett and on there, and, uh, and who else is on there? Stormtrooper there. And, of course, it says Las Vegas Raiders. So, anyways, I digress. Let's get into some respect. Here at the top of the show, uh, we like to give respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. Nothing wrong with those things, but uh, we're Italian. We like, to, we like to give a little bit of respect. So let's give respect to, speaking of Italians, it's kind of sad, man. Kind of like a little turn, a little turn, a little bit here for the show. But uh, bear with us for a minute, as we, uh, you know, we don't take ourselves too seriously around here. But every once in a while, we uh, like to address something. And and it, like I said, speaking of Italians, let's talk about the one and only Daryl Pasquale La Monica and uh, and celebrate his life, give him some respect, uh, tell him rest in, you know, Raider in peace, as they say. Uh, he will be missed. Um, he, uh, I mean, one of the absolute all time. Raider legends. A lot of people would have Daryl LaMonica on their uh, short list, on their Mount Rushmore of, of great Raiders. He certainly was one of the first great Raiders. And I'm going to give you some things about like why we have reverence for him as a player. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Daryl LaMonica as a, as a human being, because that's where he really uh, knocks it out of the park. Uh, Daryl LaMonica uh, was one of very few Raider quarterbacks uh, to be named First team all pro, according to the Associated Press. Daryl LaMonica was named that twice, uh, 1967 and 1969. Kenny Stabler was named that in 74. That was his MVP year. Yes. Uh, and then Rich Gannon got it in 2000 and 2002. So only uh, three Raider quarterbacks in the history and only two to do it twice, and it's Gannon and LaMonica uh, to, to have done that. Uh, all-time winning records in terms of season, Jeff, uh, four Raider quarterbacks. Number one on the list, LaMonica, 13-1 and one in 1967, the year we went to the Super Bowl. Um, you want to take any guesses in anybody else that might be on this list? I mean, it's kind of easy if you think about the great yeah, Raider I mean, quarterback. Yeah, I mean, uh, Stabler, Plunkett. Stab- Stabler's number two. So Stabler went 11-1 and one in 76 because there was two games Stabler didn't play in. One, he got hurt, and the other one, they benched him because he was. it was the last game of the year. Sure. Couldn't make any moves in the playoffs, whatever. Sure, sure, he only played sure. 14 games back then. So, anyways, so Stabler 11. Then the next two are LaMonica 12 1 and 1 and 11 and 2 in uh, 69 and 68, respectively. Uh, Mark Wilson does it in 85. That's the only outlier on, on the list. Um, they had 11 and 2. Stabler goes 11 and 2 in 74. Then LaMonica again 10 2 and 1 in 1972. And then round out the list at number eight, Derek Carr. 12 and 3 in 2016. Um, so out of eight p- names on this list, out of the out of the top eight, LaMonica has it four freaking times, including the number one and the number three and four spot. Like totally. Unbelievable. Yep. The amount of success that he had. So as his as a Raider, so he had four years in Buffalo. 
before Al Davis trades away. Who was it? Art Toms and freaking Tom Flores uh, away to Buffalo uh, in exchange for LaMonica. And, uh, and so it, in return, uh, what they get is eight years of production out of Daryl LaMonica. So, um, so let's just cover his Raiders career. So as a Raider, uh, LaMonica played in 95 total games. Um, he, is, uh, he completed 1,138. There you go, Star Wars fan. 1138. If you know that, you're a super Star Wars nerd. Kevin gets that for sure. Um, so he completes uh, 1138 in terms of uh, passes and attempting 2,248 for a 50.6 completion percentage, which back in the late 60s, that's good. Like, that's a very good completion percentage. Here, more importantly, though, as a Raider, 148 touchdowns and 100 to 115 interceptions. And then this is my favorite, Jeff. You ready for this? I'm ready. There's only one player back then in that era that threw for over 3,000 yards for three years straight in the AFL and the NFL. So you could take into consideration all the big-name quarterbacks of the day. Joe Namath, Sonny Jurgensen, like you, whatever, Unitas, sure. all the biggest names you could think of. Sure. Only one player did it three years in a row, and that is, guess who? Daryl freaking LaMonica in 1967, 1968, and 1969. Daryl LaMonica was an absolute monster. This was a man that was ahead of his time. I've put a lot of stuff on Twitter here lately, and especially at, even before he passed, uh, when we got a chance to meet him. I'm leaving Swag Jeff to talk about when we got to meet him. But before he passed, the, the, the greatness of LaMonica was that he did it. Like the Raiders, like Al, like a lot of things about the Raiders. They did it before anybody else did. This whole idea of throwing for 3,000 yards in three seasons in a row didn't happen in 1967, 68, and 69. Yes, there were some big numbers. Yes, Namath had some big seasons and all that. But nobody did it with the, with the, with the consecutive years that, that LaMonica did. And when you listen to when, and we're going to hear it in a minute, he wanted to throw it deep all the time. That's all this freaking guy wanted to do. And when you got Warren Wells and you got, you know, Freddie B and you got other uh, receivers you can throw it to, he did it. He didn't, like, Al Davis said, I don't want first downs, I want touchdowns. And freaking Daryl LaMonica was a man for that day. Yep. He was completely ahead of his time, just like the Raiders were, and he embodied the actual, the, when you think about the attacking, high-powered offenses of the Raiders, you get Daryl LaMonica. And the yeah. last thing I'll say about this is this. In this era of the internet, in this era of the smartphone, it's unfortunate that a lot of times when we have sports discussions that people forget or don't know, frankly, because things that happened in the late 60s were way before the advent of the iPhone. Like, everyone wants to remember the immediacy of things. And you look at the big arms of today. You look at Patrick Mahomes. Or you go back to, like, I don't know, you pick a, pick a, pick a Brett Favre. Like, whatever. You pick whoever you want sure. that you think of when you think of big arms. Unfortunately, Daryl isn't part of the conversation. But guess what? Daryl was throwing 60-yard bombs in the air before anybody else was. Totally. By a long shot. Yeah. This dude would drop in the air I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, you know, whoever catching it, running it. I'm talking about this man, watch these old highlights, was throwing freaking bombs. That's why he's got that goddamn nickname, and he deserves all of our respect as a player. And that, all that said, 
Jeff, as a man, this dude was super legit, and I'm going to leave it to you. Please talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and I like what you said. He, he, was, he was ahead of his own time. I've, you know, the, there's a lot of people back that played in those days who are like, wow, they were really great in that era and stuff like that. But maybe maybe they couldn't take it in today's NFL and stuff oh, like that. Oh, you oh, grab oh. Daryl LaMonica and drop him into the 2022 Raiders, like, whoa. Like, oh, he'd have all the weapons. He'd have 10,000 passing yards. Dude, so, like, you know what? That's an awesome point. He'd be the freaking MVP. Because Every year. he's playing against defenses that are mugging his wide receivers in today's kind of offenses. Yeah. Dude, not not no joke. He might be the best quarterback of all time. Yeah. And I'm not trying to get all crazy with that. Totally. That's like for real. Wow. Uh-huh. What a crazy concept. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, as I mean, the guy just I mean, just to hear the stories that he would tell and like and has such a good memory. Like Mosh was telling him stories like, I remember I remember being at this game and watching you doing this. And he was like, Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. And the next play we did and did yeah, all this. And we're yeah, like, yeah. And we're all just standing there with our jaws open, just like, oh my gosh, like this is so cool. I mean, you know, it, him and him and Villa Piana were like holding court all night. Uh. People walking up to him and like, I mean, just crowds forming, just listening to them talk. But I mean, couldn't ask for a nicer guy. I mean, just just the sweetest guy you'd ever meet. And, man, I wish we had that audio. I wish we could show that. I wish we could release that audio. Uh, It's being held hostage right now. But, uh, you know, it's... And all the more poignant now that we don't have it. It sucks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But talk about captivated. Like, I mean, we're all sitting there, and you know, and LaMonica's to my right, and the three of us are sitting right there. And, like, and he's, he's talking. He's reaching out, like, grabbing my arm. And he's like, and, he, and he's like looking me like right square in the eye, and like, and I'm just like, I felt like you were in the huddle back in the '60s. Oh my gosh, I'm just like captivated by this man, like the stories he's telling. And I wish we've got some great pictures at least uh, from it. I loved watching him and Uncle Mosh interact with each other, and that's I'm, oh I, I hate that Mosh is not here tonight. But when next time he comes back, we're gonna ask him to talk about because they're talking about fish. They're talking about everything but football. They're talking about fishing. They're talking about like, oh, you know totally. what I mean? Like all kinds of cool stuff, like story. Totally. And they're just yucking it up, man. They're having a yep. big old time. Yep. So, anyways, man, much much respect to Daryl LaMonica. But listen, enough of us talking about Daryl. Let's let's listen to the Raiders, pay some respect, and then we're going to hear from uh, Daryl's teammates. I prided myself in the ability to throw the ball deep with accuracy consistently, and uh, I think it paid off. Having one-on-one discussions with Al Davis about football, he had sold me 100% to throw the ball deep. And, you know, he got nicknamed a Mad Bomber. I believed in that philosophy, and we won with that philosophy. Loose quarterback coverage. They're way off. They don't want to give up the bomb. Lamonic is back. He looks. He's throwing deep for Wells in traffic. Wells has caught a touchdown. I think being a Raider is many things, but I think the real true statement of the pride and the poise of wearing the silver and black meant a great deal. We're taught how to win because the entire organization right on down through and we all believed in one another. In a lot of cases, we were a lot of misfits coming in from different parts of the country, but we came together as one solid unit. Those are the things that I remember the most. The silver and black is with me forever. All right, there you go. There's Daryl himself. The silver and black will be with him forever. And let's talk, uh, or let's not talk, let's listen to Daryl LaMonica's teammates talk about him. Big D, he could throw the football. They call the Mad Bomber like a missile coming out of his hand. Yeah, Daryl with that big, beautiful bomb. Daryl wouldn't even think about a screen. It's not a bomb, I ain't throwing it. Monica play fake, back to pass, he's gonna go deep. He's throwing to a wide open Chester. Touchdown, Raiders! I never saw anyone throw the football as far as he did. All Daryl wanted to do is throw the ball down the field. That's all he wanted to do. Back goes LaMonica to pass. He looks. He's throwing deep for Valentin. got behind Clark. And he's got it. Touchdown, Raiders! 
he could wing it and guys started catching the deep ones. And you could see people just started having smiles on their faces when they came off the field. Yeah. I know it's the last one, I'm sorry I missed you, but I'll be there. The mad bomber, the mad bomber. All we know is he can throw the ball down the field and get the bomb and get the score. I was so enamored with who I was playing with. Daryl LaMonica, the mad bomber, is my quarterback. I loved him. All right, there he is. So there's uh, there's uh, you hear Villapiano, you hear Art Shell, you hear all a lot of Raider greats, and they're talking about the greatness of Daryl Lamonica, a man ahead of his time. And uh, you know, like I said, uh, Raider in peace, Daryl, and we're we're gonna miss you. And then um, Jeff, I'll say this, dude, like we just met him like in November, like. Yeah. What an honor to be able to like feels, share space, feels, and that's not like a that's not a drop, that's not a self congratulatory statement. That's that's a statement of gratitude. We had an an opportunity to, to to meet this man, and sadly, just not long before he passed. Like it just sucks. yeah, you know, and I mean, me not being a lifelong uh, Raider fan and stuff, you know, I mean, I I knew the reverence and and how special Daryl Lamonica was to Raider Nation and stuff, and obviously not being alive to see any of that. Neither were you. You know, I mean, or, no, or very, absolutely you know, I, mean, not, I don't yeah. know if you saw him ever play or anything. No, 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 not yeah, by a long was, shot. Yeah, I was long, born in 73. So yeah, he was, so there you go. Long, was long done being a Raider yeah, by long, the time I came Long around. gone by then. But, you know, so we got to take those pictures and just how cool that was. But I hold on to that picture just a little bit tighter now. Like that, like it really means something. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's call. just, yeah, just, just cherished memories. You just right love on. that. Right on. All right, man, let's go. Let's go ahead and jump into uh, the next segment of respect that we got here. Um, actually, I'll tell you what, let's, let's, after that, that sentiment, let's go ahead and hit, a, hit an audio break here, and then we'll jump back in with some more respect. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. Linebacker, number 41, Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Moss, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. That is the voice of an angel. I can't even... Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, so uh, thanks everyone in the chat as well. Before we jump into this next segment, uh, Paul is in there. Raider Cam is in there. Storm, Mac, Bud. Raider Joe is in there. Hey, Raider Joe. Uh, let's see. Ron the Mater Raider's in there. Mark, Mark Thompson, Aussie Raider Aaron, Chronicles of the Black Hole, Anthony Provencio, the Mangus Boys are in there. Let's see. Uh, scroll up here. Pineapple's in there. What's up, Pineapple? Uh, Chronicles of the Black Hole, OG Daniel. What's up, buddy? Uh, let's see who else we got in here. Tyrone Graves, Big Easy, Ms. Molly's in there, Super Deuce, Lala Meloso's in there. Man, we got uh, the whole crew, Michelle Sweat. We got everyone, man. So, uh, oh my gosh. So this uh, this draft, man, this draft was uh, wasn't was incredible, um, and we're working on the fan cam right now. That's that's why uh, that's why we're stalling just a little bit. But uh, but yeah, and, and Paul said the same thing. Who turned out the lights? No, we are not having technical <laughs> difficulties. We're just or or are we? No, we are. Uh, having oh, technical we oh we are having technical difficulties. Yes. Okay, well that well that's fine. Um, but uh, let's see. I don't kill Jadis, Duke City Raider. What's up? What's up, fellas? Uh, uh, Raider J is in there. Uh, good to see you guys. But yeah, man, this draft was just it was it was unbelievable, man. It was just 
you know, and 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 it was more fun because we didn't we didn't see much of the draft live. We didn't do much of that live. We, you know, we got to go, we got a taste of it. We got a feel of it out in Vegas and stuff. And, and it was just, and it was electric. I mean, just the fans all showed up and stuff. It was, it was cool to see, you know, how much of silver and black came out for that. It was, it was really cool. And, and especially in the first two rounds when we didn't have a pick, you know, but, but there was more Raider fans out there than anybody else. It was really cool. But, you know, but the coolest part was, was seeing you guys, was seeing Raider Nation and, you know, and just for a couple of, for a couple of schmucks that are in a in a bonus room in Middle Tennessee talking about the Raiders. We got recognized by like several people. And that was just I don't know, like you know That's so fun. Cause we we understand fully that we're not any kind of a deal. So to be like 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 Shane. Yeah. He's like, oh I love you guys. You're my favorite Ra- YouTube show. We're like yes. really yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> you know I, can't, I, mean? and I can't remember. Like, the- well, are you sure about that, Shane? Like, yeah. do you want to reconsider? Because there's a lot of better ones. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but you know, it's just it was so cool. I mean, and, and I can't remember that. And shame on me, I can't remember the guys that that we bumped into at the Bellagio. That you know, they were like, "Oh, Murph, swag, what's up, guys? Hey, good to see you, whatever, whatever." And so yeah. we shook their hands and fist bumped and Alfred Esparza. That. We saw him at Bellagio. We did. We sure did. Yeah, yeah. he came in. He came in for the uh, for the VIP experience. Yeah, absolutely, that, we got. that was you know, cool. We'll talk about that as well but but so we leave this these guys this group and they had their kids with them and all this kind of stuff and we're walking through the bellagio and they like sprinted after us they look like swag jeff going after some swag oh that's right yeah 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 yeah, hey hey hey, hey, we need a picture we need a picture we need a picture i mean it was just like yes yes wow that was that was so cool i forgot to get that guy's name yeah that was super cool yeah that whole family yeah that was awesome man yeah that so much respect to all who came out, you know, all that came out to the listener meetup. And I, oh, dude, the Rockstar Bar was just, and then, and, and, and we so shut it down. Fun, it was us. It was us at the Rockstar Bar. There was no one else at the Rockstar Bar. It was, it, it was when, so we get there. And, uh, and, and and so it, it's Aaron and uh, and Gavin, uh, his yes. son, and and Aaron Arcapo, and and Swag and me, and we go walk in the Rockstar Bar, and it's crickets at the Rockstar Bar. It's empty. Like there's no one there. We got there a little early. There's no one there. Now, last time we were there was before the Raiders Chargers game, or at least the weekend before, and there was a billion people in there. Yeah, and it was awesome. And so that's why we chose that place. We go walking in, dude. Not long after we got there, Swag and I get a spot outside. We get some drinks, got some food coming, whatever. People start coming in, and yeah, we kind of took it over. Like, there was no one else there. Yep. Um, our servers were great. Bartenders were great. Had an absolute blast there. So I just want to give much, much respect to everybody that came out there. Um, I, I would try to remember everybody off the top of my head, but I would hate to miss somebody. Um, but all of you, you know who you are. I, I guess I should, I could, I could try. It's so it's Titerator was there for sure. Yeah. Well, I got the picture. I'll, I'll pull it up. Pull it up. Tell me if I miss anybody. Titerator was there. Titerator is freaking amazing. We had we've well, met. How much fun is we that? We met guy? Ty before, but Ty is the freaking man. He, we had so much fun uh, hanging out with Titerator, and uh, so Ty was there. Of course, Aaron and Gavin were there. Aaron, um, other Aaron, Kevin's new wife, Aaron was there. Yes, and of course Kevin and two members of their bridal party were there. Yes, um, that crazy golf guy was there. Uh huh. Raider Roo, much respect, Raider, Raider Roo, Raider and his Roo. dad was there. Yes. Uh, our buddy Jay from Arizona Raider Nation was there. Yes. Uh, Jason, the swag guy, was yeah, there. Yeah, my dude, man. Your guy. Who am I missing? Uh, yeah, uh, Fabricator Gill was Fabricator there. Fabricator Gill and, and, his, and his wife, wife oh, were and, there. Absolutely. And much respect. Of course, we give Fabricator Gill respect all the time. But his wife was rocking the Merce Fan Cave shirt. Absolutely, had she this, was. Had this terrible visage on her freaking Yeah, on, no, on it, her was, it was perfect. And then, uh, and then, and then uh, Cool Cody. 
Oh, cool Cody. The best Cody in Raider Nation. The and I mean Cody. the best. Well, there's only one Cody now because the other one's dead to us. But um, oh, sorry, <laughs> I say that out loud. Um, but yeah, man, that was so freaking fun. So, so much respect to all of you that came out. It wasn't a big meetup, but you know what? I like them better that way. I mean, we don't like, you know what I mean? It's so cool because then you get an opportunity to talk to everybody. You get a chance to like, you know, share some drinks, share some stories. And it was just so, so much fun. So appreciate everybody that came out and then everybody that we met along the way too. And again, we're going to just kind of like intersperse our draft experience here. We, on the way, uh, I don't remember what day it was. It's Vegas, so it's all kind of a blur. Walking back at one point through the Aria Casino is like a whole crew of us. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Gil and, and yeah, Aaron. Pretty all much, the, yeah, all over of us. half of us that were at that meeting. Yeah, and Tyler. We're walking through, and, and I'm kind of like in the front of our group, and I look up and I go, hey, what's going on? It's freaking Marquette King. Yeah. Pun, former punter of the Raiders Marquette King. And he goes, what's up, bro? I came over and freaking dabbed everybody up and like, Talk to us for like 10 minutes 10 in the freaking middle of the casino. And I'm going to tell our... you what, that dude is in shape. Oh, my gosh. 100%. If anything ever happens to A.J. Cole, we need to call this dude. And you know what's so cool? Yes, 100%. And you know what I loved about Marquette King? And, and I had some – I kind of felt the way about Marquette King and the way that he kind of tried to punk the Raiders or at least punk John Gruden and, like, all that kind of stuff on the way out. Super cool. Super friendly, super humble. Like we were like, oh man, you know, Raider Nation misses you. And he goes, Yeah, but you got a good one now. First response, you got a good one now. He yep. complimented AJ Cole. First thing out of the guy's mouth. I, he was so cool. Could not could not uh, uh respect him enough. Like Marquette King was changed my, frankly, a little bit of my opinion about him. Because I, you know, on the outside looking in. You're like, oh, you know, this guy, you know what he mean? Kind of like acted maybe bigger than the team, like whatever the things are that you might think about Marquette King erased all of that. When you and much like a lot of things, you get a chance to meet somebody in real life. Yep. Like it's you have it, you have a different takeaway. So um, so much respect to him. How about Lee Mayock? How fun oh my was gosh. that? So okay, so we're in so we're in the uh so we're in the uh the world famous restaurant at the Bellagio Casino called Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're getting our grub Which on, is but, so funny. Yeah, so yeah, so and we, every- <laughs> and we know we're about we we know we're about to go drink all the alcohol at this next event that we go to. Yes. That we'll talk about in a moment. But so so we're filling up with all the carbs. I'm eating pizza and all that stuff, and I don't even remember what you got. But uh, but yeah, so so we're standing. I just in had line. a salad, Jeff. Oh yeah, you're yeah you're so health conscious. Yeah. Uh yeah, and then sucked it down with fifty gin and tonics afterwards, but no big deal. Hey, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. You broke even on the day. You broke even. Uh, but yeah, so so we're sitting there and we're waiting on our food to come, and and Murph goes, I think that's Lee Mayock, and I I turn around and look. I'm like, yeah, kind of looks like her. I don't know. He's like, I don't know. I don't want to go over there and look like a knucklehead and just be like, hey, are, who are you? Yeah, are you Lee you Mayock? Yeah. yeah. But so then so we you know so Murph keeps staring at her you know and. <laughs> She's Lee Mayock. <laughs> well, she's Lee Mayock. But yeah, keeps looking, and, and of course, then she's we see her credentials and stuff like that. Yeah, because like, now, because because we were looking at her profile wise, and then I'm sitting there. So Jeff's got his back to the entrance, and she's standing over there in, in like the, the like the front area of the restaurant. So I'm looking straight at her, and I'm like, "Bro, that's Lee Mayock." Yeah, yeah, and, and so yeah, and so you go, "Hey, Lee," and just kind of because she's looking at her phone, and she's like, "Ah." Like what's up? Like hey, swag. Like hey, what's up, guys? Like I mean, so knows us and all that, which was which was so like humbling. Like oh wow, okay, like she's big time. Yeah, well, so again, once again, someone that you know via the internet, you know what I mean, and then you meet them in real life, you meet them in person, and they're great. 
And she, she was, was so, so nice. And we nice. hung out for a little while. We talked, talked about what she was doing there, producing that the, the show for Fox yeah, Sports. Yeah, she, like, she was getting a bunch of pizza for Jay Glazer and all the Fox guys. <laughs> yeah, and all the Fox guys. Uh-huh. You know, uh, LeVar Arrington and all them. And so, uh, yeah, so that was cool. So chatted with her for a little bit, got a picture. Uh, super, super cool. Lee, Ma- Lee Mayock was amazing. Now, okay, I will say this. So I don't want to go over it all over again because we already covered it in the RFR rundown. So if you want to hear our full rundown of our of our chance where we got it to meet the goat and all that kind of stuff, go back and listen to the last audio podcast we put out. Yes. It's on the audio channel. Jeff and I did a, 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 uh, a podcast the day after this night that we're talking about. Yes. Um, so go back and check that out because I want to talk about the football game because we have a chance to talk yeah, about and that. Before yet. we move on, but before from, we move on, go ahead and tag, tag it. That, tag, you know, yeah. I just, you know, Yes, go listen to that rundown. I mean, and I'm sure it was great because we were still kind of in the moment. So we were even For more sure. just like, oh, like seeing stars still and stuff. Just what an amazing night that yes. was. I mean, you know, we started it off with the Rockstar Bar and hanging out with all of our all of our good friends here and all that. And we got to end it by hanging out with with Charles Woodson. I mean, we got to so hang out. Amazing. Let's I mean, I don't even know if it's fully sank in, sunk in yet. We got to hang out with Charles Woodson on Thursday night. I mean, how like, cool was that? Yeah, I mean, and not we, like yeah. we were like sitting shoulder to shoulder, like being best buddies or something. But no. like the fact that we shared the same very small room, totally, and like well, and, and like and interacted with all of the same group of people and all yes. that, and took pictures and like. Like that, it just, it does. It just kind of wrecks your brain a little bit. And yeah. Jeff and I, like, when we had the opportunity, when it came down, and I don't think we talked about this, when the opportunity came down to us that we could do this, I'm like, hey, Jeff, I'm like, you know, like, we're getting this call. I'm like, you know, because we kind of checked into it. It's not like it was unprompted. It was not like they freaking sought us out. But like, right. but because I, I, I inquired about it, and they're like, well, we'll get back to you and let you know. Well, they sure did, and they got back to us. Gina from the freaking the, the the general Much manager there. Much respect to Gina. Yeah, Gina reached out directly, and she's like, "Okay, if you want to go, I got this table and blah blah." And I'm like, looking at swag. I'm like, right in the middle, of, right in the middle of the bar too. So in this lounge, it's like you know you got a bunch of big long tables, and then you had the windows looking back out to the casino floor and all that stuff, and we're. <laughs> Right in the freaking middle. Right in the freaking middle. Right in the freaking middle with all these real nice, comfy couches and chairs and this big table and all that stuff. And I was, so- and at one point I look at Jeff and I'm like, Are, is someone else going to sit with us? Because like we just got this whole like little, and it's not a big place. Uh-uh. And we had this area to ourselves. Like it's just me and Jeff. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is someone else going to like sit here? But, but anyway, it yeah. was, dude, yeah. I'm telling you, that yeah. it go was che- epic. Go check out that rundown, go, but, yeah, but I do want to yeah. tag it. Much, right. much respect to Charles Woodson, the GOAT. Of course, he gets all the respect. Uh, respect to Woodson Whiskey. Yes. Woodson Whiskey, if you're a whiskey guy, if you're a whiskey guy, if you're a whiskey girl like me, anything like that, <laughs> if you, yeah, you're a whiskey girl like me. It's fine. Um, if you like whiskey, <laughs> no, and no you're pause. not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if, if you like that, check out New Girl on uh, on Fox. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so if, you, so if you like whiskey and you're not drinking Woodson Whiskey, something's wrong with you. You're doing it wrong. Woodson whiskey is fantastic. It's the best. It's very caramely. It's made out of oh, his. It's, it's very made. It's made out of his freaking wine uh, barrels and stuff like that. It's freaking delicious. And it's I laced drank, with Ohio State tears. It absolutely <laughs> is. Absolutely is. One hundred percent. And and it's just oh, oh it's it's delicious. I was drinking it neat all night. There's probably no more Woodson whiskey left in the state of Nevada. Well, between you and Graf, I think yeah, you and two drank and, it all. And that and and that's where I was leading in as well. Uh, much respect to the other content creators that were out there. Uh, of course, uh, of course, we got to hang out with Samoan and and uh, Hammer, and Hammer, Halo Raider, uh, Abs- Wasted Talent, Wasted Talent, all those Andy, guys. Like, we're gonna forget people. So fantastic, no. fantastic crew. But I wanted to especially give respect to 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 Graf. 
Graphic Raider is is he's a, the real deal. He's the freaking real deal, man. I mean, we we come across a lot, you know, and it's it's so cool when all of us can kind of come together because we're all talking about the same thing. We all kind of do the same thing. Some of us on a higher scale and some of us on a lower scale. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with some that. Some of us have lightsabers and some of us are a <laughs> bunch of dumbasses in Middle Tennessee yeah. and some of us are graphic and, and Samoan and all those Yeah, guys, exactly. You know? yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, so choose choose your poison whatever. But, you know, we just I mean, and he just and of course he shows up and he's dancing and he's doing all this stuff and I'm, you know, and he's bro-hugging us and doing all oh that gosh, and we're so fun. sharing about our 20th glass of Woodson whiskey and he just brings us all in and he goes, man, this is family. Like, this is what it's all, like, what it's all about. Th- like, we're family. Like, I look at all of you and you're my brothers. Like, this is cool. Like, let's all lift each other up. Yep, you absolutely. Know? So so much respect to that and, I mean, yeah, I can't can't thank you guys enough. That's so good. Absolutely. So it was an, an amazing day so we, or amazing night. So we close out the night, and then the next day, so we do this little pod from the Vidara, uh, which was awesome, and then we uh, then we headed out, and we, we met up with, uh, of course, our good our good friend of the show, the Capo, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, and his son Gavin, and just about everybody else that we've already mentioned shows up the next day at All-America Park at the flag football game that, that uh, Graf organized. And again, it was our intention to broadcast this thing and do it. We're going to do it much, much bigger and better next year. But still, what a great event. What a fun event. Everybody that came out out there had an absolute blast out there and much respect. And literally, there's no way I wouldn't be able to name everybody because there was it was a big turnout. There was like 100 people out there for this game. And there was it was a lot of people playing in the game and we're hanging out and we're, we're doing I mean, like literally all the content creators you can think of, like everybody, everyone's out there. It was so freaking fun. Um, it was a great uh, environment, great, great weather. Like we just had an absolute blast out there and uh, and look forward to that again, whatever that's going to be next year totally. or whatever it is. That was absolutely amazing. And, um, you know, dude, this was again, I mentioned it was such an epic trip. And so, I, I, like, what was that night? Did we have any Raidery stuff? I think that was about... Well, after the game, oh, the after the game we went to the Ahern Hotel. So oh, much geez, respect to the Ahern there. Hotel. Shit. Totally. Yeah, I mean, that was that was so much fun. I've got the... I'm, I'm reaching into my pocket here because I got the uh, the manager's phone... Uh, manager's card okay. for the Ahern Hotel. Shout so, him out. So respect to Brody McFarlane. There you go, uh, he, Brody. He's... he's, uh, he's Graf's guy, he put all that stuff together. The Ahern Live uh, Mount Shieldmore broadcast. And you and I got a chance to sit in with those guys. Yep, we sat and- in with them for about 20 minutes. It was it was so much fun, so cool. So I mean, what a vibe. I mean, I mean, so much fun. I mean, Captain Jack was there. I mean, uh, the whole crew was there, man. And we we were all getting on there and doing our thing, man. But like their setup, like as a podcaster, so legit. You walk in, you're just like, oh, like it was just, it was beautiful. It was so good. That's what a live event in Vegas should look like. like Absolutely. That was freaking money. That was that was money, man. So And so, like, a great crowd there, great company. Had a chance, again, as I mentioned, to sit in with those guys and, and, and talk a little bit about, about Raider football. Even asked us about Raiders fan radio, which was great. Um, but just such a just a vibe, man. It was so fun. So we sat there and watched the, the third round and uh, long enough to watch the Raiders pick. And, and, and it was fantastic. I just, yeah. I, again, I can't compliment the facility enough. And uh, if you're going to do, like, that's the way a live podcast event should be done. We've seen a handful of them uh-huh. now at this point after doing this for 10 damn years. And uh, that's the way you want to do it. That, totally. was, that, was, that was top notch and, and, and much, much respect to everybody involved that, that set that thing off, man. That was awesome. Um, 
Gosh, and then and then you know, and then so personally, and then after all that Raider stuff, my girl Valerie came in. Yeah, had an epic. We had then I saw the other side of Vegas, away from all the Raiders and gambling and all that stuff. Of course, we did a little bit of gambling, but then we went to the shows and had dinner and pool day at the Vidara. I never done a pool day, Jeff. Did a pool day at the Vidara. Phenomenal, fancy. fancy. It was so good, dude. This well, Vegas yeah. trip, the absolute absolute best of of any Vegas trip yet. I, yeah, I agree. It was so much fun. So much damn fun. We'll see you out there again in likely November for the Blitnikoff Foundation dinner. I think that's where we're going to time out our next yeah, uh, no, trip out to Vegas. Last year was at the end of October. So, so yeah, so end of October, 1st of November is probably when it's going to be, but can't wait to go back out there again. Cannot wait to go back out there again. So look for us then. And then also, real quick, I'm going to tag this. We talked, we're already getting in discussions depending on the timing of the Raiders-Titans game. So we're going to do an RFR listener meetup here in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, when the Raiders played at the Titans, as long, again, as long as May it's not- May 14th. May 14th is when the schedule is released. Okay. So as soon as we know what, what game that is, as long as it's not, you know, Christmas Day or That's, or anything goofy or, like that or Italian Thanksgiving yes, or anything crazy yes, like yes. that, as long as it's not around a major holiday, we're going to have everybody here. We're going to do a, a, a Domenico's listener meetup. Uh, we're going to do a get-together here in the fan cave where we'll do a live broadcast. Of course, we'll have a tailgate. It's going to be amazing. So anyway, so look forward to that. And uh, Swag Jeff, before you take us to a break, and then we're going to actually talk about the draft and what the Raiders did in the draft, shout out the chat room. And I know we've had some donations coming in, and, and shame on me. I haven't shouted any of these out or gave yeah, respect. No, yeah, I've been keeping track of them. I, uh, yeah. I can't scroll up now to see what everyone well, said, but, but we do appreciate it. But uh, Capo with an $8 donation. Uh, Daniel or Daniel Mangus twenty dollars now donated to oh the One gosh, Nation Foundation you, and five bucks for just now from Tyrone Graves says the game was sponsored by Ben Gay Icy Hot Rapid Relief Tylenol <laughs> and Serta Sleepers. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So we made a little TikTok uh, out there on the field and uh, and one of the little clips or whatever. Oh yeah, that, that was what, great. Was me running up and down the field and stuff. And someone commented on it and said, "Wow, Max Crosby's put on a lot of weight this offseason." I'm like, kiss my ass. <laughs> Max <laughs> shrunk and really let himself go. Absolutely. He did. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys, Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they fucking put out a banger podcast. Murph, Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy? And what's the other guy's name? Oh, my God. He was Will Compton. Oh, Will Compton. Right, right, right. Nice. (laughs) Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. All right, and so I, I've been corrected in the chat. It I is, was just going to say that. I'm getting it. roasted in the chat. It is May 12th, so two days sooner. So a week from tomorrow. May the 12th be with you. May the 12th be with you. <laughs> and, and yes, we will know the schedule, and so we will know what day you guys will be coming to Nashville and yes. hanging out. And you, uh, Daniel Mangus in there, $10 donation. Another I, 10 I said I met Woodson's college classmate and didn't believe him until he called the GOAT Woodson. I damn near passed out. Absolutely, man. Uh, good stuff there from Daniel Mangus. We appreciate you, my friend, and 100% of that money, as you know, of course, will go to the One Nation Foundation. Uh, Ron the Materator is in there. Uh, <laughs> Ron the Materator says it's unforgivable. Unforgivable. Uh, Arizona Raider Nation Media. Hey, what, what, look at this, Arizona Raider Nation. Look at this. 
You recognize that there in your shot oh, there? Oh, like it. Got a couple of the Arizona Raider Nation uh, yeah, uh, fans there. We put up there in a fan cave for those of you that are on the audio podcast. Uh, <laughs> Aaron, Michelle, what? Go ahead. Aaron says Max Crosby really focused on calves this off season. <laughs> Got a hell of a calf there, Capo. Hell of a calf. If you look at Jeff from behind, he's all calves. <laughs> no ass, all calf. Johnny Drama has mad respect <laughs> for your calves, bro. Are those implants, bro? It's a hell of a calf. What are you doing there, bro? You got implants? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah hell yeah. All oh right, so... God. um, uh, <laughs> So stupid. Um, oh, look, Valerie's in the chat. Oh, hey, Val. Hey, Valerie. Um, do we play the Titans this year? Yes, the Raiders will play out the Titans. We just don't know when. Uh, so as soon as we know when, of course, we will uh, we'll kind of start piecing together our plan. And, yeah, we're going to hopefully do something big. So, yeah, we're only going to do one Vegas trip, and that will be for the Blitnikoff Foundation. And then we're going to go big for the Raiders game uh, here in Tennessee. <laughs> Michelle Sweat says, no ass, all calves. You're not wrong. I suffer from no acetal. No acetal. Yeah, that's right. You need to get an adenastomy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my glasses are fogging up all right let's talk about the draft results swag jeff um uh so the raiders uh selected uh not till the third round uh as we mentioned all this draft stuff that was it was kind of i gotta admit it was kind of fun because the first two rounds first round raiders select Devontae adams second round Raiders select Devontae Adams, which as a uh, content creator and someone that's highly invested in Raiders football, it was kind of cool that in the first two rounds of the draft, we kicked back. Just kind of hung out. Yep. We didn't really like, we were, I mean, not that we weren't invested in the draft. We walked around the draft stage and did all that kind of stuff to like be in it. But yeah, it was, it was kind of cool. Like yeah. not having to worry or not worry, but like think about the Raiders. Like we were just in Vegas, like doing Vegasy stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, so that was pretty cool. Uh, I, I even felt kind of underprepared, frankly, for like the first couple rounds of the draft. Cause like normally I would be like, be all up in it. Like be like, who are the Raiders going to look at? Where we got to go? What's our positions of need? Like all those things. And I was like, man, I'm just going to hang out with our friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what well, I mean? You know, and it's, and it's cool to have a staff that the Raiders have where you're just like, okay, I trust you. You go do your thing. Yes, you know, and we talked. Yes. To, we talked a little right bit. Of that. We talked a little bit of that on uh, on graphic show on uh, on Friday when we were l- watching the draft and the third round and stuff and forth. But you know, he's just he's so adaptive. He's so adaptive, and he's and he's watching, and they're both looking and seeing what's going to happen. Like I'm not. I wasn't worried one bit that they were going to you know draft a dud. You know, like a freaking you know like like Aaron's guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. The E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't we weren't going to get one of those this year. You know, I mean, they were going to get a positions of need, exactly what they needed. And, you know, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. So, Valerie, <laughs> I got to make a correction here. It's not your Valerie. That's not my Valerie. <laughs> but welcome to the show, Valerie. Hi, Valerie. Sorry. My girlfriend's name is Valerie, and it's not you. I'm sorry. I'm glad you didn't like dirty talk with her uh, in the chat oh or something God, like sorry. that. But, uh, my Valerie will listen to this later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's gonna be like, "What Valerie are you like talking double about?" Double Valerieing over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double dipping on the Valeries. <laughs> I'm so red. Oh I my god, she's so stupid ass. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> so Aaron the Cute Dog, such an idiot. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're big stupid. I am big stupid. Uh, Aaron oh, the Cute Dog Raider said, and we thanked every single Packers fan for Devontae Adams, and he's not wrong. 
He's not wrong. Every Packer oh fan that we gosh, walk that by, we go, best. hey, appreciate Devontae Adams. And as the more Woodson whiskey that we drank, the more aggressive we were with it. Oh, my gosh. You know, and right? they love it. They love it. They loved it. They, they kind of ate that, that stuff, stuff up. They ate that stuff up. All right, so here we go. So the Raiders drafted uh, into the third round. And we <laughs> we're on the Mater's Murph is dating all <laughs> oh, the Valerie's. If your name's Valerie, you no, watch out. I'm not dating Valerie. Welcome either. to Murph She's thing. like, I'm from Pittsburgh. She's like, look at my glasses. are so fogged up. She's like, I'm from Pittsburgh. Are we going to play with, at, at Pittsburgh? And I'm like, wait a minute. My Valerie lives in Tennessee. Like, she don't live in Pittsburgh. Okay. Oh, all right. So anyways. Um Jeez, I'm so embarrassed. I'm such an idiot. Okay, so uh, so the Raiders picked in the third round, and we had kind of speculated, like, you know, the Raiders uh, historically have had, of course, the the, the the late and great Willie Brown announce yes. their latter pick and uh, and always celebrate the moms on Mother's Day and always encouraged, um, y- you know, you to go out there and celebrate your moms and, and, and take her out, do something nice for your mom, and, and always do something cool on Mother's Day. And so we had speculated, you know, would it be Charles Woodson again? Because that's who's kind of taken over the rain since since Willie passed away. And so uh, we'd wondered if he was going to do it. Well, it wasn't. It was freaking Marcus Allen. And I was shocked when Marcus Allen came Me walking too. on the stage in the third round. I was shocked because as we know, Charles was in town, but likely busy. And I would I wondered if like the Raiders did have a first or second round pick. Well, I, it probably would have been second round. It would have been Woods in there. For I sure. wonder if he would have been there for that. But if there was, might have been a conflict because it was the, the you know the next day or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, because he, of, yeah, he was. He had all the signings and stuff he was doing. Yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so it was Marcus Allen. But much props to he did fantastic. He did great. He did great. Wayne Newton, not so much. But anyways, let's go ahead and check in with it as the Raiders select uh, uh, a guard out of Memphis, Dylan Parham, uh, here in the third round, and let's check in with. Marcus Allen and Wayne. Ladies and gentlemen, football fans. Last week, we lost a special member of the NFL family, Raiders legend, quarterback Daryl Monica. Today, we honor and celebrate his career and life. Fans, let's join in a round of applause for Daryl the Mad Bomber LaMonica. To announce the Las Vegas Raiders selection, please welcome 1982 draft pick, six-time Pro Bowler, and Pro Football Hall of Famer from the University of Southern California, Marcus Allen. And Wayne Newton. Here's Rich Eisen for you. Las Vegas himself, Wayne Newton. In keeping with the tradition of the late, great Willie Brown, I want to wish all the mothers across the land a happy Mother's Day. That's nice. And to make this selection the greatest in Las Vegas, Mr. Wayne Newton. Easy with that, Marcus. I'm calling the greatest, but whatever. Hello, Vegas! With the 90th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select... We'll do it together. He couldn't pronounce it. Dylan Parham! How do you not... 
How are you not able to pronounce Dylan Parham? I don't know. I think Marcus whispered it to him. Uh, that's unbelievable. It's not like it's Obi Melifonwu. You know uh, what I mean? Like, yep. come on, you can't. <laughs> He's Wayne. All right, let's not make it about Wayne now. Talk to a swag Jeff. Yes. A resident draft expert about. I, I'm not. I'm definitely not no. that. I got all hey, my notes. Out of from the Aaron. two people in this room, you are the resident draft well, yeah. expert. Yeah. I'm the guy with, I'm the guy with Luke Saber's lightsaber. Luke Saber. See? See? Luke Saber. Lu- we got some Luke Saber. Luke Skywalker's lightsaber and mistakes Valerie's in the chat room. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. When you oh say the gosh. name Valerie, you, your eyes light up. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, and a lot of people in the chat saying, it was Wayne drunk? Probably. Probably. Well, he kind of, he, he, I'll, I'll say this. They give him a little bit of grace. He's 80 years old, and he's not a football guy. Somebody, some publicist somewhere, whatever, was like, here, Wayne, we're going to do this, and they yeah. marched the guy out there. So it's not like he was freaking like, you know what I'm saying, like overly prepared for this, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm trying totally. to like I'm trying to apologize for him a little bit. I mean, yeah. give him a little bit of grace. Whatever, whatever. whatever. They should have just left it alone. They should have just had Mar- Marcus Allen because he kind of glossed over the Mother's Day thing. Totally. They should have just had Marcus Allen out there. Yeah, that way he could dive and say like a little bit more reminisce about Willie or like whatever. Like he whatever. Anyways, nitpicking. Paul, Paul says most of him isn't eighty. <laughs> I mean, some of that shit's wrong. a few weeks old. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, but so yeah, man. So with the 90th pick, so we were all excited for pick 86, right? We're all excited, and we're like, yes. oh my gosh, picks coming up, picks coming up. We've been waiting two days for this shit, and then we trade the pick. <laughs> we trade, trade the pick yeah. to our neighbors up here, the Tennessee Titans, yeah, which was they, a great move. And they, and they go get their quarterback of the future, and and we got an extra pick out of the deal, which is perfect. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so 90th overall, we take uh, guard Dylan Par. Is it Parham or Parham? It's Parham. Okay, Parham. Yeah. Uh, see, look well, at me. According to Wayne. Look, yeah, well, <laughs> I ain't going to trust that. I ain't going to trust that somebody. Uh, but 6'3", <laughs> but 285-pound guard out of Memphis. Uh, 2021 first team All-AAC. Two-time All-AAC All-Academic team. Dean's List. So it's a smart guy. Nice. Very Love smart that. guy. He was the team captain in 2021. This is my favorite stat ever. In 2021, he played all 11 games for Memphis at right guard, and he did not allow one sack in 545 Dude, snaps. let's go. And he only allowed two quarterback hits during that entire time. Oh, my gosh. So this guy's a stud at right guard. That's amazing. That's amazing. So I look forward to – so uh, we mentioned Domenico's a couple of times. So Domenico's is our local uh, deli that's here. Well, yeah. And, uh, and it's owned and run by uh, a, a guy who, is, uh, who played at a group of five school, uh, which is Middle Tennessee State University, recognized Blue Raiders. Yep. And, um, and he does a, a podcast called the Group of uh, Five Guys Podcast where they talk about, um, I don't want to call them the lower five conferences because he gets mad at me when I say that, uh-huh. but it's the ones that aren't the SEC and the Big Ten and all that, Pac-12 and is all Is Memphis that. a part of the Group of Five? I believe they're Conference USA, right? They used to be, anyways. It's, well, AAC. What's that? All American. Oh, oh Conference? yeah, All American Conference now. So yeah, yeah. so yeah. So they so were Conference they USA, and then they moved up, and that probably around the same time that MTSU moved into Conference USA. Yeah, from because they Sun used Belt. to be Sun Belt. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, but that's Jeff and his crew. So shout out group of five guys. That's all they talk about are those those five conferences. Uh, and so we're going to look forward to having our buddy Jeff back in here to talk about Dylan and some of the other Raider players uh, that were drafted from those totally. group of five schools because there was there was a few. So out of the six picks, so that was our first one. Um, Swag Jeff, so who else do you got in there? Yeah, so our next pick uh, was uh, was 
pick 122. So we had to wait just a little bit longer. Uh, down, what was I guess the fourth round probably? Uh, pick 122, uh, running back. Zeus. Zeus. Zeus, man. Zamir White running back out of Georgia, which was really interesting because, you know, a couple days ago, no one really thought they were going to go running back. You know, they got a couple of studs in the backfield, but they announced during the flag football game that they were not picking up Josh Jacobs' fifth-year option. Nor anybody else. Nor else's anyone from the Nashville up. draft first round. So check this out, Jeff. So this is interesting. Okay. So at, at, at first glimpse, we're like, okay, out of the fifth-year guys coming up, knowing that it's in the first round anyways, we're looking at Josh Jacobs, right? We're looking at Jonathan Abram, and uh, we're looking at at, uh, at Cleveland uh, uh, Furl, right? Uh Oh, that was your cue, bro. Oh, sorry. I was I was listening. I was reading Aaron's message. That said Parham never missed a single limited time. The McRib is available and McDonald's either. Respect. Hey, man. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Furl. Well, and it ain't the fifth year option either. So that guy's not going to be on the team anymore. Nope. And so, but we had thought, okay, out of the three, uh, Jacobs is the one. Like that's the guy that y- yeah. you 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 would pick up, but. Not so fast, my friends. Uh-huh. Okay, as 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 Lee Corso would say, no fifty-year op- options picked up, and 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 here's the reason why. Josh Jacob, this shocked me, and this, of course, this comes from Josh DeBow, who is you know, for those of you that don't know, he's kind of the I don't say that Raider hater, but he's kind of a car hater, but he's definitely for sure represents stats in a way that are unapologetic. Sure. Okay. So here, and, and instead of taking a shot at Carr, he's taking a shot at Jacobs, and listen to this, Jeff. Because, like, the eye test, Josh Jacobs passes the eye test. Like, you think, like, that's a guy that's very productive. He's a good player. Like, like that's a guy you want on your team, right? In the past two seasons, Josh Jacobs had the eighth most carries into light boxes. Okay, so a light box is considered six or fewer defenders. Okay? He ranked 31st out of 35 running backs. So that, that and they had to qualify it with a hundred plus carries into those light boxes. So his yards per carry in light boxes was four point three five. That is thirty first out of thirty five. So what does that tell you? It tells you that he's running to contact instead of running away from it, and he doesn't have breakaway speed. And not that Zamir White has breakaway speed. That dude's a freaking power runner, though, man. He's a he will power run runner. over people, and he's still a four-four guy. So it's not like he's slow. Totally, but like you know what I mean. Like, and again, and and respect the graph because I, I heard this him make this comment on his show, and this is typically why I don't listen to a lot of uh, the Raider uh, shows because I don't want their opinions to become our opinion. So I'm going to regurgitate this with the disclaimer that like he made the point that like the knock on Zamir White was that he got hurt in college, right? Well, so did Frank Gore. And ended up and had like with very similar injuries, and ended up having one of the most lengthy, productive, freaking careers in the NFL of anyone ever. Yeah. So like the reason that this guy fell into that round and into the latter rounds was, I mean, okay, we'll take. And I'm telling Zamir White, that's going to be our guy. Yeah, and I like, think, and, yeah, gonna, I think and, so too. And, and now that the draft is done, and we'll have a week or so to breathe, and we can kind of like get caught up on stuff. I'm going to dig into this guy's career. I mean, I'm familiar enough with college football. Yeah, well, I'll throw you a little bit right now. Please do. So he was the team captain last year, and uh, and so he and he was the two-time leading rusher on a run-by-committee team because you know Georgia just pumps out running backs oh like gosh. it's going out of style. But and he ranks 15th all-time in the uh, Georgia all-time rushing list. 
So uh, and so he's a five star recruit coming out of high school. Twenty four seven Sports had him the number one running back coming out of high school that year. So yeah, the guy's for real. I watched stats on him all night long last night, and I mean the guy runs with authority. Like he will run your ass over. He's a fun guy to watch. That's awesome. I man. cannot wait. That's awesome, man. Good deal there. All right, so we go. So we move on from. Uh, so we got four more picks, Jeff. So who yes. came after that? Yeah. So totally. So pick one twenty six or two later. We or I'm sorry, four later. We stay in the SEC. We stay in the SEC and we get uh, Neil Farrell Jr. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Farrell. Oh, it's not that Farrell, though. It's his fifth-year senior defensive lineman out of LSU. Uh, the 2021 All-America Honors from Pro Football Focus, uh, or PFF, uh, rated PFF's number four uh, guy in run-stopping. Which is money. Oh, that's money. So he had 24 run stops, 10 of which either had no gain or a loss last season. Oh, so this guy, yeah. So this guy stuffed the run, which is what we need. We need a good we run. needed that. Yeah. Absolutely. Great call out there. And yeah, you know, we, we look, we if there's a weakness in terms of like volume of players, it was the interior of the defensive line, right? Like we, I, I think we had at one point, we had no. Defensive tackles, or like, I mean, like uh, under contract. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so, and so, and abs- And when you uh-huh. look at the production of like Solomon Thomas and Quentin Jefferson last year, like that was something that we were going to be missing sorely. So the idea that the Raiders kind of shored that up, man, very, very encouraging, especially to do it in a later round with a guy with that kind of level of production, man. Yeah. Like, it's like that's that that's where you know the homework of this front office is really starting to pay off, man. That's right. Right. Well, and you know, and I think it's cool because, you know, I think one thing that we missed out of Mike that we were going to miss with Mike Mayock is that, you know, his draft knowledge and, you know, you're going to go find those diamonds in the rough in the fifth round and stuff like that. But we see clearly that our guys can do that now too. You know, you got Ziggler and you got McDaniels finding all these guys. You're like, whoa, how is that guy around in the fourth round? You know? And then so, so that's because they were feral shy. They didn't want to well, go. They well, want to go feral again. Well, there you go. You never feral twice, but you can't feral twice. Okay, but we sure did. Yeah, absolutely. Although we did. we did Moreau three times. We did. Yeah. Yeah. We had Josh Moreau, Moreau, Moreau and Foster. Moreau. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. Absolutely. So 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 we kept it in the SEC again in in the fifth round with pick number one seventy five, and I I honestly think this might once we see the season go. Yeah. This one is going to be one that's going to be really underrated, and I think this one's going to be a stud. Okay. And not just because it came out of the University of Tennessee. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So we got Matthew Butler, defensive tackle out of Tennessee. Okay. Uh, this guy's a freaking stud. Last year had 152 tackles, 16 tackle for losses, and nine and a half sacks. I mean, damn. Like and yeah, and like in the SEC, like that's a tough feat because you got some monsters up front on the offensive side of the ball. So when you got a defensive tackle, not an end, a tackle getting nine and a half sacks. That's pretty legit. That's legit, dude. That's legit, man. That's so, legit. Yeah. So, so these next couple picks here, I mean, I mean, solid. I mean, solid SEC talent. And you know, I know Jeff Murphy. I mean, but they're playing the best. They play the That's best. That's the best of the best. They're man. the best of the best. They're playing they're- Georgia and Alabama, the teams that are facing off for the national championship. Totally. And you wonder why Tennessee and, and, and other teams in the SEC struggle. It's because they're dealing with those freaking teams every single week. You yep. know what I mean? And and the pressure up the middle, that's that's awesome, man. Because, again, shout out our friend Jeff Murphy, man. Much respect, group of five guys. One of the things he talks about a lot as a quarterback, as a lifelong quarterback himself, they don't like pressure at their feet. 
it's one thing, and, and again, pressure's pressure. And so whether it's edge or the middle, it doesn't matter. Pressure's pressure. But edge, you can move up in the pocket. But you can move up in the pocket. When it's at your feet, they don't like that. The quarterbacks don't like to move their feet. They don't like to be moved off the spot, as the kids say, right? So you start falling down. You got 303-pound dudes falling around at your feet. They don't like that. And so it makes quarterbacks nervous. It gets them off their spot. It makes them make rushed throws or off-balance throws, which leads to interceptions. So I think totally. that's awesome, man. Hopefully we'll get some, some killer production there up the middle. Yeah, totally. So, uh, so, so, then, so after that fifth-round pick, after Butler, uh, we wait until the seventh round. We'll wait until the seventh round, so we'll pick 238 from N. Ohio State University, Capo. Uh, we got Thayer Munford, Jr., tackle out of Ohio State, uh, 6'6", 321. This guy's freaking massive. Massive. He's a massive guy, and he had massive impact at Ohio State. Uh, 2021 team captain. He was a 2021 recipient of Ohio State's Block O jersey for toughness, accountability, and character. He was a 2021 first-team All-American and a four-time All-Big Ten team. I mean, when you look at the credentials of this guy, how does this guy fall to pick 238? I, I don't I mean, know. Just, I, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, clearly we're not analysts. We're, we don't dig in, and there's probably a reason that this guy was a seventh-round pick. But you look at the, the height, weight of this guy, where he came from, the accomplishments that this guy had. I mean, whoa. Like, seventh-round right? pick? Yeah, okay, with you. deal. Deal. Take it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, at a minimum. Like I and I don't know what the what again I'm no expert and and I'm not going to pretend to be and I'll get studied up on the players as we go forward. Totally. But as but as far as now goes, like what's the what's the red flag? Like what what were they? Because seventh round, yeah. like I mean it'd have to be an awful big red flag to fall that far because with those kind of measurables and that kind of bona fides, you would think that a player like that would have been taken uh, earlier than that. All right, before we get to the last one, yeah, when I, I want to give much respect to Ebony Graves in the chat room uh, with a $10 donation, which will all go to the One Nation Foundation. She says, if I don't make it to Tennessee, Tyrone will be sleeping on the couch for a couple <laughs> weeks. Number two, people need to know this week is also Child Nutrition Employee Appreciation Week. Nice. All right, so much respect there. Uh, Miss Ebony Graves, we thank you for that donation and hope that you all are able to make it to Tennessee and make oh. it to the RFR listener meetup coming up that weekend well yeah absolutely absolutely so so yeah so we keep it in the seventh round with our last pick of the 2022 nfl draft to uh, pick number 250 uh we got a britain brown the running back out of ucla ucla so in, so in another fifth year senior guy he start he actually started his career at duke uh but injuries kept him off the field and i guess ah. they got they picked up some other guys and stuff like that so we transferred to ucla uh, he uh, he was presented the 2021 Kenneth S. Washington Award in at UCLA for ex- outstanding senior on the team. Wow! So that's a pretty cool accomplishment. But uh, and he was actually back in 2019. He was the Do- he was a Doan Walker preseason candidate. So no uh, kidding. Yeah, yeah. So this guy's definitely got some potential upside. You know, I mean, I don't know if this guy makes the team, practice squad, whatever. You know, a late round running back. But you know, you never know, man. You know, this guy could come out and ball out. We'll see. Could be a teamer, man. The door's open at running back. Could be a teamer, man. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. There's always, you know, it's interesting when you think about these these ladder round guys. um, Our good buddy, Will Compton, uh, I I think a lot to his comments around, you know, whether you're undrafted, because that's, you know, what Will was. He was not drafted. Right. And so he talks in terms of being undrafted. But even the ladder round guys, you make your impact on teams. Like, that's where you can show up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you may not be a day one starter. You may not be a guy that's drafted to play a position right away. 
if you can make an impact on teams and on special teams, I'm talking about, if you can make an impact there yeah, and make the team, that's where you're going to make your team. And then once you get there, you can then launch. I mean, it won't, so you talk about a guy like Will, who's an undrafted free agent, works his way up through the, the, the Washington organization. By the time he makes it to the Raiders, through the Titans, and then by the time he makes it to the Raiders, because of injuries and lack of talent, frankly, he ends up being our head signal caller. Wearing a green dot. Wearing a green dot. And balls the frick out. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not making this all about Will, but like when you look at stat-wise, he ended up being the most productive defensive player for the Raiders for that season. For yeah. the nine games. He only played there for nine games that season. And what was it, 2019? Yeah. When you look at tackles per game and like production per game. So that's where you can go. So if you're a guy like Britton Brown, mm-hmm. dude, make your contributions on teams, make the team, and then guess what? Someone goes down with an injury. Someone's not being very productive. They got to call you up. You, your freaking name it. At some point, they might look at you on the sideline and freaking get on in there, yep. and you got a chance to freaking put film down and make a career for yourself. And so I'm yep. rooting for the young man. Absolutely. Totally, totally. And speaking of, uh, speaking of undrafted free agents, which, which a lot of the guys like to call the eighth round. That that's your eighth round guys. Oh, so, nice, so the nice, guys nice. after, yeah, after like the draft, yeah. the eighth round, which we actually have a few of those, and I didn't realize uh, because I don't really follow the drafts all that much. I mean, I could have asked Capo, but uh, but uh, Dolan Levitt, our buddy Dolan Levitt. He was an undrafted free agent. Uh, so was Andre James. He was an undrafted Look guy, at that. There and you now go. he's your starting center. And then AJ Cole, another guy, an undrafted guy, and there you go. I mean, so. You who's know? now going to be the freaking in a long line uh, in terms of legacy of Raiders special teamers and especially punters. Yep. Like right now he's number three on the list all time Yep. for a freaking franchise that has been around since 1960. Uh-huh. AJ Cole's number three on the list behind uh freaking Ray guy and, and, and Shane Leckler yep. and has a chance to make a name and a career for himself. I mean, he could pass him, you know, I mean, sure could, you know, by the time this crazy stuff is over, he could be the best punter in Raider history. You never know. You know what I mean? So so there were a few uh, out of this 2022 class that uh, and there were several uh, and, I, and I'm not going to name every single one because there's been a lot. Uh, but a few that I just flipped through the list and I, and I saw that I'm like, ooh, that might be an impact guy. We okay. might see this guy hit the field. We might see this guy get teams. Tra- uh, Trayvon Mullen goes down again with another injury, and then you have another guy come in. Uh, so Sam Webb, cornerback out of Missouri Western. Okay. This guy is a shutdown corner. He played 34 games only for Missouri Western. He had 33 pass, def- uh, pass deflections and seven interceptions. So this guy, wow. he's, I mean, he, and he's decorated. I mean, he's like considered the best player ever to play for Missouri Western. So well, this, and, and again, like what our buddy Jeff would say, ball is ball. Ball is ball. Ball is ball. So especially, like, like at some point, on, it doesn't matter where you play. Especially in those skill positions. Absolutely. Like you know, you absolutely. got a, you got a guy like Corner. Yeah, he's not going up against Alabama, but he's going up against the Alabama in that division. So yeah, ball is right, definitely right. ball is ball for sure on that. So uh, so he's a guy that I definitely think we need to keep an eye on. And then uh, z- z- and I love this guy just because of his name, Zach Van Valdenberg. <laughs> Zach Van Valdenberg, who was a linebacker slash defensive. That's like Ulrich von Lichtenstein. At, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, so he's a linebacker and a defensive end hybrid out of Iowa. Uh, two hundred and eleven tackles, uh, forty-two and a half tackle for losses, uh, twenty-two sacks in his career at Iowa, and uh, and he was second team All ACC. 
So and Damn, this man, that's I mean, legit, so you look, dude. You look at that, and you're like, why the hell wasn't this guy drafted? Was he like undersized or something? I think he's just a little bit undersized. But yeah, so's okay. Aaron Donald. No kidding. You know no what kidding. I mean? Amen. Like what the hell? Yep. So yeah. This, yeah. So so keep an eye on this guy for sure. So's Hunter Renfro. Totally. You know what I mean? Like uh, that's you know True. whatever. So yeah. yeah, but so you look at that and you're like, why did no one pick that guy up? But we'll definitely take him all day long. And then the last guy is uh, Myron Tagavailoa Umosa. So that is Tua's cousin. Oh, no way. Tua's cousin. He's a defensive end out of Notre Dame. Uh, and he was, uh, he was, he's quick to the ball, second team all ACC as well. Uh, so, yeah, man, I mean, these guys, I mean, there's some diamonds Notre in Dame the Notre Dame was good here. this year, dude. Notre Dame was good this year. Yeah, you know? not yeah. good enough to beat Oklahoma State, but well, they're... Well, of course, because, yeah. uh, because Notre Dame's going to Notre Dame. But, you know, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Tune in next time on NBC for all of your Notre Dame needs. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Watch, watch, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, there's definitely some guys where you're like, okay, like, you know, I, I, I wish we were doing hard knocks again this year. I know it was a big distraction and all that stuff, but as a fan, you just love that. Love and, the insight. So, yeah. I mean, it would just be fun to watch these guys come in, these undrafted guys, and even just these later round guys and stuff like that, Britton Brown running back and, you know, all this stuff, like just to see like what their journey is, because we got to watch it with like Max Crosby. You know, oh, wherever, yeah, you know yeah, they yeah, did a yeah, big, yeah. big piece on him. Like, is he going to make the team? Oh, my gosh. He broke his hand. And Gruden shopping for, you know, you know, uh, uh, shoot, what am I, cast for him and yeah, stuff yeah. like that for him to play. And then here he is now, you know, one of the best defensive ends in the National Football League. And so it's just, it's it's And cool. group of five guys. And group of five guys. Unbelievable. Totally. Man, good stuff. The great run. To Swag Jeff. Give it up for Swag Jeff. <laughs> Resident draft I'm not, expert. I'm Swag no capo. Jeff. I'm no capo. That's for sure. Yeah, some some inside baseball. So we're we're on graphic show and we're trying to look like we're you know like we know what the hell we're talking we about with the, the draft a little about. bit. And so Aaron, we we're like, hey Aaron, hey, will you give us some tips, man? Like, tell us what we need to talk about and stuff like that because we don't know these damn guys. But Aaron is a freaking you know draft He's an encyclopedia master. He's a draft master. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, Aaron orders another Woods and whiskey and goes and sits in the corner. And we're like, where'd Aaron go? And he's over here and he's writing. He's doing all this stuff on his like, receipt. On uh, yeah, on the back of his <laughs> receipt, and comes back with more knowledge about the draft than I could ever ever yeah. comprehend and I'm like whoa like respect man like that was that was so cool just off the top of his dome just freaking wrote all that stuff out yeah, yeah absolutely amazing yeah. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider is a wealth of knowledge and we are not and we are not and we are not when I introduced him to, to, to Graf and we, we, we were talking for a little bit and I go hey so everything that we know it comes from this guy so like you should have him on your show like we're just the idiots that talk about Star Wars and like totally. you know what I mean drink too much while we're doing our show like this guy is a freaking the best um, all right, let's shout out uh, the, the chat room there. Much respect to Tyrone Graves. He says, uh, with a $5 donation, going to, the, going to the One Nation Foundation, surprise, no draft from Alabama or Clemson, and with enough alcohol in me, I can sleep on the couch, floor, folding chair, tub, love you, boo. Nice, <laughs> right nice, nice. So good stuff there from Tyrone Graves. Also in there, Tide Raider is in there. He says, Capo is the Capo for a reason. Could not be a truer Amen. statement than that. Yep. Um, I got a great picture of Aaron uh, that I sent out to the group uh, where it's Aaron sitting there talking and there's like, I don't know, like five or six people just like sitting there looking up at him, like listening well, yeah. as, as Aaron's holding court there at the Aaron Hotel. Uh, Raider Gears and Threads, appreciate you. That's our buddy Jay. Mac Bud is in there. Chronicles of the Black Hole, that's our buddy OG Daniel. Uh, Paul is in there. Paul? Trinidad, what's up, Trin? Uh, Matthew Mangus, uh, Aaron Q-Dog Raider. Oh, here we go. Jeff's got a picture. You got to kind of go off to the side of Oh, look at there's you in the capo there at the Ahern. Great picture. Great. But man, that was such a fun night. Good stuff there. Such a fun night. Uh, Lala Meloso, Kill Jadis is in there. 
Uh, I mentioned Paul Edgerton is in there. Ebony Graves is in there. Uh, Lencho was in there. What's up, Lencho? Michelle Sweat uh, is in there. Julian Cardenas is in there. Uh, Ron the Materator, of course, holding it down for everybody. We appreciate you and appreciate all of you that are joining us. The Big Easy is in there. Aussie Raider Aaron is in there. We appreciate all of you so very, very much. All right, one last thing. Let's check in with, uh, with Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler as they kind of wrap up what it was like for their first draft experience. So interesting stuff here from these two guys. I love this, Jeff, because you can hear the rapport between these two guys. Like, I often equate, and look, we're just knuckleheads that do what we do for a living. Um, but we have a very symbiotic relationship in terms of not only are we best friends, but in terms of what we do for a living. Sure. And I get the vibe that, like, that's what these guys are like. They work together. They're best of friends. Like, we talked about them being a package deal when they came over to the Raiders. And I think that's very much the case. And when they're both doing a press conference, this isn't the days of just Reggie McKenzie or just Mike Mayock or forever it was just Al Davis. These are two guys on a panel collectively handling the press conference to review the draft. Just like, frankly, again, if you and I, if someone were to do an RFR panel and Mosh wasn't around, it would be you and me. But like, because these guys work together and you and I don't work with Mosh in our day job where we do, it just reminds me so much of like that dynamic. So anyways, sure, it's so, so very, very cool uh, to listen to these two guys talk about their experience. And uh, so they go from, so I kind of edited this thing up They kind of have some opening remarks about what it was like and then field the first question from reporters about like, what was it like? Did it, you know, we've talked about how adaptable these guys are. What did you do? Like, how did it go? Did it go as you expected? Did you catch any curveballs? And they kind of draft that. So let's check in. Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler. I mean, your first draft's always a tough challenge and, um, you know, you're, you're in a kind of a crunch time frame. You're trying to change some, some things, terminology, change systems on offense, defense, and special teams. And uh, there's, some, there's some inherent challenges that go along with that. But I thought the attitude and uh, the commitment and the effort that everybody put in was tremendous and, um, you know, representative of the kind of effort that we're looking for from everybody in the organization. And they did a great job of, of really putting that uh, forward here in this, this draft cycle here. Yeah, I concur with all of that. You know, this was a um, good first run for us, and, and just like all um, first runs, there's you know things that you learn too, and things that we'll go back and um, you know we'll, like we do with every process, we'll go back and look at what went well, um, what areas we need to improve, and then come up with solutions to the areas that we need to improve. And I'm talking about the whole process, you know, that goes that starts way back in the fall and then that ends up on. Um, you know, that finishes up today. And it was, a, you know, it was a good experience going through it with Josh. Obviously, we've known each other for a long time, but it was a cool experience, too, to do it together. And um, we had fun, and, you know, we'll see where it goes from here. 100% satisfied with the plan you laid out. Were there some things that you had to tweak here and there? You obviously made some moves today. How, how do you feel after the fact, based on the original game plan? Yeah, I'd say based on the original game plan, we feel feel like things went well and at the same time feel like there's going to be things that we're going to want to improve on from a process standpoint and things that we'll tweak and things that we'll modify. And we haven't even spoke about all those things yet. I mean, we'll kind of, you know, take some time to reflect on it for a few days and, and go back. But, you know, it was solid and there will be things that we'll, you know, we'll want to get better at at the same time. I think there's, I think there's an element, too, of – you know, you stick to your process and like, you know, and, and Dave's laid it out for us and, and we've done a good job of going back and forth, um, discussing who the right people are to take and evaluating all those players. And really, there's no right or wrong at this point. 
you know, we, we took the players that we felt were the best players at that position, you know, when we were picking at that time in the draft. And now it's time to, to work and develop those people. And what we do from here on out will have a lot to do with how we look back on each selection and what we think of it, you know, moving forward. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins as long as it's the Raiders. All right, I appreciate everybody joining us here tonight for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 246. Coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave. Appreciate everybody that is in the chat room at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Tons of our good friends in there. Mac Bud, Chronicles of the Black Hole, Lencho, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider uh, is in there. We appreciate all of you. Uh, Paul over there in Shropshire, Mississippi, otherwise known as the UK. Appreciate you, my friend. And um, all right, so here it is, Jeff. It's episode 246. This is May the 4th. Yeah, it is. It's May the 4th, 2022, so may the 4th be with you. And for those of you that don't know, so us here in the Fan Cave, we are huge Star Wars fans. We are big Star Wars fans. Uh, much respect to my boys, uh, Tristan and Vinny, who got me. The, I got this, uh, the, the studio replica, freaking Luke. Luke I, well, I keep calling it Luke Saber. Luke Skywalker lightsaber. Nice Luke Saber, man. Yeah, Luke Saber. This thing is freaking awesome, and so thank you to my boys. And so, yeah, and if you see around the fan cave, when we're on the fan cave cam, there's a whole bunch of Star Wars stuff in here, and you can only see about about half of it. Um, but there's a, there's a ton of Star Wars stuff, so we're big, big fans. And being that this is May the 4th, Jeff, we can't not talk about the Raiders Star Wars connection. So, of course, always staying on brand, or at least brand adjacent, because you guys don't talk about the Raiders enough. Okay. Oh, Paul says it's May 5th where he's at, so it's Revenge of the 5th. Oh, nicely done. Nicely oh, done. Yeah. There we go. All right. So, uh, so, and hey, Paul might have the high ground, so watch out. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. All right. So, uh, so here we are still May the 4th. And uh, so let's talk about some Raiders Star Wars connections. Well, the first and foremost, the easy one, the new stadium is called the Death Star. Totally. Done. And like, and I loved it when Mark Davis announced it as that. He said, this is where opponents' dreams come to die. Like, that was so money. And I know there were some fans who were like, well, doesn't the Death Star blow up? Yeah, but it's the ultimate base for the ultimate villains, which is the Empire. Yeah. So, like, easy Stop talking sad sack. Yeah, exactly. Like, like we're not talking about this the fun. plot of it. And, like, they're like, well, it should be the Black Pearl. We're like, no, it shouldn't. It's Doesn't the that freaking- sink, too? Yeah, th- thank oh you. Gosh, give me thank a Thank you. It should be the freaking Death Star. Like that's the, the end. All right. So we not only, but not only did Mark Davis name their nickname Allegiant Stadium the Death Star as it should be, but also have you seen Dude's House? Oh, it looks yeah. like a Star Destroyer. Totally. Like, we were out there when we were at Rockstar Bar. Your buddy Jason was like, "Hey, come over here. You can look and see where Mark Davis's land is." Yeah. Insane, dude. Unbelievable. It's the entire side of a mountain is carved yeah. out. Yeah, and he said he built it right there so he could see all of his facilities. So he could see the stadium, and he could see uh, Henderson over here, and practice facilities and all that stuff. Like, how freaking cool is that? How cool is that? So he can see all three of his Vegas properties, so his house, practice facility, and the stadium from any of them. Yep. Like, that's Dude, like, you don't get more gangster than that. You don't get more empire than that totally. than freaking Mark Davis. So he builds his house like a Star Destroyer, nicknames the, 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 the place where we play the Death Star. But there's more, Jeff. There's more Raiders, Star Wars connections. And I'm not talking about the obvious ones, like the Tusken Raiders and all that stuff. 
But how about this one? Grief Karga, or in Raider terms, we know him as Carl Weathers. Absolutely. Number 49 for your Oakland Raiders is in the Mandalorian. He's Grief Karga. Like, so the guy played for the Raiders and represents a very, very significant character in the Star Wars universe. Yep. So badass. Totally. So badass. But Jeff, that's not the best one. Okay. The absolute best Raiders Star Wars connection is the legendary Raiders executive. 26 years she served uh, as a member of the Oakland Raiders under the Al Davis regime. And I'm talking about the Princess of Darkness. I'm talking about Amy Trask. She has the best Raiders Star Wars story. And let's hear her tell the story on the Rich Eisen show just a couple years ago. Let's listen to Amy Trask tell the story about when Al Davis met Darth Vader. I saw this tweet this morning and it just gave me my first laugh of the day. We always need one of those. It's a photograph of Al Davis shaking hands with Darth Vader, and the story uh, that came with it uh, from the post of the person who posted it, I needed to hear in person. Longtime front office executive with the Oakland Raiders, uh, now chairman of Big Three with Cube, one of our favorite guests, Amy Trask, here on The Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Amy? I'm doing well. How are you, Rich? Oh, I love that, 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 that photograph and that post. Please, the floor is yours. Well, thank you. And it was quite a moment. We had entered into a sponsorship agreement for that game. Um, it was 2004. Wow. And we'd entered into it. It was a night game. And we had everyone there. Darth Vader was there. The stormtroopers were there. I mean, everybody was there as part of this sponsorship. So pregame, Al's on the field. He's watching warm-ups. And the executives that are part of this sponsorship deal are there. And there's Darth Vader. So I walked up to Al on the sideline. I was a few feet away from him, and I interrupted him. He's watching not only our team warm up, but he loved to watch the visiting team warm up and um, do a little scouting. And I interrupted him, which, you know, as you know, he loved that. (laughs) And I said, I need you to say hi to Darth Vader. And he looks at me. I I mean, I, I just smile ear to ear when I remember the expression on his face. I said, no, look, it's part of a sponsorship. We've entered in the agreement. I really need you to do this. I need you to come say hi to Darth Vader. And I can't say on air, because I don't want to get you in trouble, his precise response. But it was, who the blank and blank rhymed with, let's say, truck is Darth Vader. And I sort of had to explain, oh, don't worry about it. Sponsorship, movie, R2-D2, just come say hello, come say hello. And he did it, and he was gracious, and that picture was just quite a moment. It sort of captures it, right? Yeah, because, well, there's so many questions. He really did not know who Darth Vader is in 2004. I understand he's a football guy, but Amy, is that for real? He did not know who Darth you know, Vader was? It certainly struck me as absolutely positively sincere. Now, you know, people have responded to me on Twitter saying, well, you know, was all he focused on was football. And while that was his primary focus, he was a student of the world. I mean, he uh, studied world events and he there was music that he loved and he used to sing to me, actually, as I was leaving his office. And and he really did like pop culture in some regards, but I think he didn't know who. Look, let me just put it this way, Rich. I took as quite sincere his statement, who the blank is Darth Vader. Um, so I introduced him. Tell me he sang my way. 
Amy, tell me that's the oh. song he sang. Song he oh, no, he did. He absolutely did. And I shared stories in the book I wrote, Rich, yes. that sometimes when he and I would be arguing about something and I'd be leaving his office, he would sing the refrain from I'll Do It My Way. And I remember turning and looking at him and saying, yes, I know. <laughs> Oh, Amy, I love these stories. So who are, you didn't think about maybe maybe the image of Darth Vader or now it would be you should give him the Luke Skywalker or R2-D2 who showed up that never you know, really crossed your mind? You know, it was a moment, and the executives that had entered the sponsorship agreement with us were there, and there's Darth Vader, and, you know, they're talking to me about, you know, we'd love to meet Al, and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to grab Al. He's going to meet Darth. I really didn't give it thought from a um, Star Wars character standpoint. I gave it thought from... I knew the figure on that sponsorship agreement, and I wanted to make sure that we were entirely and absolutely gracious to our sponsor, and if Darth wanted to meet Al, well, then Al was going to meet Darth. In the black hole. I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit embarrassed that I never, ever thought of something until today when someone tweeted it to me. Mm-hmm. Why did I not go to that game with my hair like Princess Leia with the bun? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that amazing, dude? What a what great a cool story from Amy Trask, man. man. Good stuff there. So, all right. So, before we close this thing out, Swag Jeff. Yes. All right, I got a question for you. And I'll give you mine first. We'll give you time to think. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's 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 think a little bit about this. Let's create our own Raider Star Wars connection. Okay. Okay, you ready? All right, so uh, as as anybody that's a good Star Wars fan knows, that there is a uh, there's a rule of two when it comes to the dark side. Totally. When it comes to the Sith, right? Yes. Yeah, you can only have two. Uh-huh. Master, you got and master and apprentice. There you go, right? And then uh, and then you have a council. You have the Jedi Council. And of course, the greatest of the Jedi Council would have been Yoda, Obi-Wan, and Mace Windu, right? Uh-huh. All right. So let's do this. So I'm gonna give you my two Sith, okay? If we're going rule of two, who would be the best raiders to represent the rule of two? Okay. Players? Coaches, front office, announcers, you could go anywhere with it. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna let you go first. Let me go first because we, I think you're gonna steal mine. Well, here's the thing. The first one is easy. So when you think, of, so the think of the rule of rule of two, you gotta have two bad guys. Well, the emperor is Al Davis. That's a done deal. That's about a gimme, right? So when you think of that, the, so Al is is he's 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 it. So then we gotta think of like who's his like lead henchman, right? Like who's his Darth Maul? Who's his Darth Vader? So I'm gonna go with Jack Tatum. Oh. I'm going to go with Jack Tatum. I'm going to say that, like, in terms of Raiders to represent Star Wars characters, I'm going to go Al as the Sith of the Sith and freaking Jack Tatum as the, the, the only enforcer. He's the Darth Vader. He's the Darth Maul. Okay? You feel me? So, okay. All right. Now you got the Jedi Council, Jeff. Okay. On the Jedi Council, you got Yoda, Mace Windu, Obi- uh, and, uh, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now, you could go any era of any character, but my thought is this. For my Yoda, I'm going Willie Brown. I'm going a guy that was like the sage, like the guy that took all the knowledge of the history of the Jedi and then applied that, right, to the current state. Like Willie was the guy that completely embodied what it was to be a Raider and then took that until all the way to the day he passed. He represented Raider Nation so proudly and imparted that upon so many people, including like the great Charles Woodson, right? He mentored so many people. So Willie Brown, to me, is the Yoda, okay? The Obi-Wan is Derek Carr. Okay. 
young Obi-Wan. Because, like, I'm not talking about Alec Guinness. I'm not talking about New Hope era of Obi-Wan. I'm talking about, like, episode three, episode two. Derek Carr was the guy that came up a Raider fan. He was indoctrinated into what it was to be a Raider, and he learned what it was to be a Raider before he became a Raider. So he's like, Derek Carr is the Obi-Wan of what the Obi-Wan we're getting ready to see in the new series is. You don't know how it's going to end yet. He knows his mission. He knows his task. He knows what needs to be done. He's got to win a goddamn Super Bowl. Obi-Wan's got to protect Luke Skywalker. But the story's not finished yet. So I think Derek Carr is, is my Obi-Wan Kenobi on the Jedi Council. And then my last one, my Mace Windu. Although Mace Windu was always by the book. Mace Windu was a guy that really represented the history and really kind of helped craft what it was to be a Jedi in that term, in that, in that era during the prequels. I'm going to go John Madden. I'm a guy that took the lessons and then applied them. The guy that represented it. John Madden didn't create what it was to be a Raider. Al Davis did. But who represented it and was more loyal to it was John Madden. Loyal, more loyal to it than anybody else. Who was Mace Windu? More loyal to the Jedi than anyone else. So I'm going to go Willie Brown, Derek Carr, and John Madden as my Jedi counsel. And Jeff on my, as my Sith, I'm going to go with, of course, Al Davis. And then the legendary Jack Tatum. Wow. Okay. And Respect. if you can't tell him a star Wars nerd after that. Yeah, man. You, you I can't put, do the math for you. You put more thought into that than any segment we've ever done on this show. I thought more about that than I did the draft over four days. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so mine's mine's similar, but also not. So, uh, so I wait a minute. Hold on, I got to interrupt you. I have to. I'm sorry. Okay. Ron the Mater says Jabba is Andy Reid. Oh, totally. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That is amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Totally. Okay. okay so my uh, so my two Sith All would right. be Al Davis, of course, and John Madden. Oh. Because Al Davis started it all, and yes, loyalty is what John Madden was all about, but he he delivered. The oh, emperor dude, says, I like it. go win a Super Bowl. It will be done, my lord. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going to go, I'll go Davis and Madden as your Sith. And then, nice. similar. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, I so, like it. So on your Jedi Council, yeah, I'm going to keep it in one position. Okay. I'm going to go Daryl LaMonica. Oh. I'm going to go Ken Stabler. Okay. And I'm going to go Derek Carr. Okay. And I know You're some the people three and some people might hate on me that I didn't put uh Plunkett in there or Gannon or anything like that, but you got your two old wise ones. You got your two best and you got Stabler and you got and you got LaMonica. Okay. And I then dig you it. got the young up and coming. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Props. I yeah. like it. I yeah. like it. I like, and you know what? And after we sat and got to listen to Daryl LaMonica tell us stories about the way that the Raiders were built and the way that they crafted that whole thing, uh -huh. that could, he could be a Yoda figure. Totally. I can respect that. Totally. I can respect that. All right, so tell us who are yours are, Raider Nation. And, and if you want to recast anybody outside of Andy Reid, and like Tyrone Graves says that Stabler is Han Solo, which I totally respect that. Totally too. respect that. I would totally put in uh, Stabler as a Han Solo. I'd put Freddie B as my Luke. Like Freddie B, like I, like I totally agree with the that. first ever Super Bowl MVP. Like he's the guy that first freaking delivered it. Like you know what I mean? Like I, uh -huh. I think that would be a good one. And it's hard not to like think about like because the Raiders are so synonymous with being the bad guys. Uh -huh. Like you could really start linking up a lot of like Raider players with being. But like I saw a lot of Alzado in there. I was, I, I was gonna say Alzado could be Chewy. 
<laughs> Big old hairy guy. <laughs> Knock your block off. I would see now. I would go Ben Davidson. Oh, well, because he go. was so big and lanky and uh-huh. like with the big mustache and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. That's good stuff there. Yeah. So there's a, who would be Orlando? Who's smooth? Who's like the smoothest of the Raiders? Like I'm trying to think of like 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 Matuzak like had that crazy side, but he was pretty damn smooth. Like I'm trying to think of like who's like the smoothest of the like the coolest because that's what Lando is. Lando is the coolest guy in all of Star Wars, like yeah. hands down. Yeah. So like who's the coolest Raider? I mean, I would say Stabler on that one too. Wow. Like it's it's so tough. Like I think he's a perfect combination of the both of those guys of him and Han. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that you would know, be. Who do you got? Oh, let's see. Uh, oh, Aaron DeCuda Grace is the mad stork. Is, is, Tyrone is, Graves is, is Tim Brown is Lando. Oh, thank you. That's, that's it. Perfect. Yes, yes, yes. Mr. That's Raider perfect. is definitely Lando. Yeah. Well, what do we have here? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally. Absolutely. Oh, man, that's awesome, man. Good stuff there. So, anyways, keep them coming. Uh, uh, Lando is Howie. I, I could see that. There you go. I could see that. So Admiral Akbar, who is that? Cleveland Furl? <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> Don't draft that guy. It's a trap. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bial says Trent Brown is Jabba the Hutt. Well, oh, yeah. That's another good one. That's oh, another my good gosh. One. Bo. Oh, who would Bo be? Yikes. Like, the, Okay, so Bo's the ultimate athlete. So who's the ultimate athlete in Star Wars? Ooh, that's a hard one. You have to go some kind of Jedi. You'd have to. There'd be some Jedi in there because they're the well. Maybe not. No, maybe like Darth Maul. Yeah, I could see that because he's the most most athletic. Uh-huh. Darth Maul, like the, the 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 duel of the fates. That's the ultimate Star Wars or the ultimate uh, lightsaber battle. So I, yeah. I I would think that. I think I go I go. Bo Jackson is my Darth Maul for sure. Yeah. That's a good one in there. And then Shane Tolbert says Boba Fett is Charles Woodson. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. That's a, that's a good one, mm-hmm. especially. Or you know what? I might even go Woodson is Mando. Mandalore because Mandalorian is all about the the heritage and this is the way and like so very Willie Brown like represents like what the, so. the freaking what it is to be a raider. Like Charles Woodson is the embodiment of that nowadays. So I like the Mando call out there, Mandalorian call out, but I would go with the Mando Dinjarin. I would go I would I would I would put Charles Woodson there. This there is you go. fun. The Raider Den says, all this Star Wars crap is killing me. Right. Uncle Mosh is in here, and he said that he's going to listen tomorrow morning, and he stopped about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good stuff there. Appreciate you, chat room. Appreciate you indulging us here on this May the 4th. And, and, uh, yeah. oh, and I'll tell you one last thing, and it's not necessarily a direct correlation, but something, and I don't have the math exactly on the top of my head or the dates exactly on the top of my head, but I will tell you this. Every time that one of the uh, original Star Wars movies came out, the Raiders won a Super Bowl. Oh. Because they won it in 77 on the calendar. It was January of 77. Star Wars came out that May. Mm -hmm. Then they won it in 81. Mm -hmm. And I believe then... Uh, Empire came out before that in eighty, like, but in the during the same season, mm-hmm. and then in eighty three, we won it on the calendar eighty four, and Return of the Jedi came out in eighty three. So I was like, wow. Damn. So I'm just saying, just throwing it out there, guys. And then if you really want to go caveat, two thousand and two, what was that? Attack of the Clones? I think Attack of the Clones came out. So, anyways, when the Star Wars movies come out, we win Super Bowls, man, or at least okay. to show up in them. All right, okay. All right, let's hit some. Uh, let's get into the Sea of Fans mailbag. Enough of us. More of you is always a good thing. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He throws. It is. Oh, he's 
I appreciate everybody in the chat room tonight. Appreciate you uh, hanging in there there with us as we run a little bit long tonight. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into it so we can get to the Sea of Fans mailbag. we got a little bit bit of a ways to go uh, before we get to it. So you can contact the show a multitude of ways. You can send us an email at show at RaidersFanRadio.com or you can call the show at 909-345-3346. And uh, so Swag Jeff, go ahead and start us off with the emails tonight. Yes, absolutely. So uh, hello, RFR gang. I'll keep it short and sweet today. That's a long email for short and sweet, pal. <laughs> uh, keep it short and sweet today. I'm very glad that the Raiders are being aggressive this season. For so many years, us fans have been asking for the staff to be aggressive and take swings, and now they're putting in the putting the league on notice. We have a window, and we will take advantage of it. Our team is locked and loaded and ready to go. Uh, save, uh, save for a few holes that, that can be plugged in as we go in. Uh, it will be a quiet... As we go in, this will be quite the season. Sorry, not quiet. Quite. Uh, I do have some concerns, though. I will play devil's advocate for a second. Uh, the Raiders were good last season, but were they? But were they as good as they seemed? They had a lot of breaks along the way that allowed them to win some really close games. Carson Palmer got COVID and came back and played like an old man that spent the last thirty years poking, th- uh, smoking three packs of cigarettes a day. Number two, Nick Mullins playing quarterback for the Browns. Even though we can't say that for sure that Baker Mayfield is any better, Mullins is still a backup, and that offense was crafted for Baker. Uh, the last game against the Broncos, they also had a backup and Drew Locke playing instead of Bridgewater. Uh, number four, the Cowboys were getting more penalties than sane fans. Uh, number five, the Steelers getting T.J. Watt injured in the first quarter of that game. Number six, the Dolphins being in tanking mode for the first half of the season, allegedly. If any of those things don't go our way, then who knows what we would have ended up doing. And I know that every good team needs a bunch of skill and a little bit of luck, And I, uh, but I think if we had it backwards, uh, so if we had made the playoffs by a small margin, did we just get lucky? Just a question for you guys. Anyway, I want to touch real quick on DC and his contract. Uh, creams my corn that talking heads like Mark, Mike Florio <laughs> keep trash talking DC, even though the proof is in the pudding. Uh, Florio calls DC a phony because he doesn't believe that DC will quit. Uh, uh, will quit all in the with the Raiders. Isn't quite all in with the Raiders. Uh, he's got a no trade clause with them, so even if the Raiders want to move on from Carr, they have uh, they have they have to they have yo cut him. Uh, they have to cut him. <laughs> um, they can't just force him to play somewhere else. Also, he's doing the team a solid by how he's structured his deal. People will say that his cap hit is still around thirty to forty million in the last couple of years. That is, and that's not great uh, for helping his teammates. But but get paid. Uh, but this always reminds me of a story that Chris Sims told once. Uh, one time so that when he was with the Broncos, he had to wait until the start of the season to get paid because the team was so strapped for cash. Now, we've all heard about Davis being a poor owner, uh, being the poor owner, so Carr structuring his contract so that he only gets paid at the end of the season, like three days after the Super Bowl, is genius because the team doesn't have to uh, fork out a bunch of cash now and empty the bank, leaving other players waiting for the season to start to get paid. He only gets paid when the money, uh, when there is money to pay him. That requires a monumental amount of trust from Carr in the team, and Florio still has the marbles to, car, to call Carr a phony. I don't get it as to how this guy is still on TV. 
Anyway, the draft is coming to Vegas, and even though it should be a great show, we have no skin in the game for the first two rounds, which is fine since Devontae Adams is worth it. So I probably won't be going. Well, I hope you guys have a good week and have a great draft. Sincerely, Raider Chemist. Nice. Appreciate you, Raider Chemist. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hello, RFR family. Well, another draft has passed us. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to study the draft like I normally do, so I have no idea how the picks will work out. But I will put my trust in Ziegler and his staff, and uh, if they know the best players are out there, plus they can fill needs without reaching. Our first three, our, our three first round picks from Mayock's first draft didn't have uh, didn't have their fifth year option picked up in uh, in other Raider, Raider related news. So far, the only one I would try to re-sign is Jacobs, but only for the right price. The other two have done nothing but fail. Abrams can't or Abram can't stay healthy and is a disgrace to the jersey number he's wearing. And Farrell has been nothing but a bust since drafting him. Jacobs should get a two to three year extension, maybe, and Abram and Farrell a one year deal, depending on uh, depending on whether they can prove their worth or let them walk. This team has proved uh, dramatically has improved dramatically on paper, despite what the experts say. This team on paper is an absolute Super Bowl contender. That's all for this twin. Stay safe, Raider Nation, and may the fourth be with us all. Yours truly, Matthew Mangus, proud main man, Gemini winner, 2020, saltiest loser, 2021. Nice job, Matthew Mangus. Appreciate uh, Tyrone Graves in the chat. Mike Florio is the mysterious monster in the garbage disposal. Oh, well, there you go. Him Mike Dianoga. Oh, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yo, what's up, Murph Swaggy and the one and only Uncle Mosh? I hope all is well and everyone is safe and in good health. I'm starting this email Saturday on my flight back home after stumbling to the airport after a five-day run of seeing how much alcohol I can consume with only four hours of sleep. Uh, what a trip. Now I, know, now I know a lot of people will have their draft input on all the Hall of Famers we drafted, but I'd like to thank Murph, Swaggy, Capo, and Capo Jr. for making my first draft experience one to remember. Thank you, Titerator, man. That, he was Absolutely. such a fun he guy to hang out with. He was such a fun guy to hang out with. Capo was Capo for a reason. The RFR meetup at the Rockstar Bar was a blast. Shout out to Kevin and his lovely wife, Erin, on tying the knot with style. I'm glad you guys took Frank Sinatra's advice and did it your way. Much respect to Fabricator Gill, Cody Thompson, and everyone else for a great, conver- for a great conversation of memories. Uh, from running into Marquette King to Rich Eisen taking time out of his day to take a picture with Swag Jeff, <laughs> I, can only, uh, I can only imagine having pizza and coffee in the Las Vegas heat uh, in a full suit. Uh, but what a brave soul he was. Uh, the flag football game was an absolute blast. Everyone still had their ACL at the end of the day, so that was a plus. I also had my commentary debut and had a lot more respect for you guys being able to get behind a microphone and actually say words that make sense. I also, or I almost turned into Bobby Boucher stumbling over his words. Uh, okay, so, uh, so just like that, it's Monday night and I'm still typing this email. So when I got home, I immediately went and took a 13-hour slumber. Now that I have my head back together, I would like to have a PSA for all you new listeners to RFR. This may not be the biggest Raider channel, but it's a family. Every chance I get, I'm telling people to check it out and try to catch a live show when they can. It may not be for everyone, which is okay, but you, but when you can be respectful about it. Uh, now I've met a lot of cool people at Ahern, and everyone was pretty cool and happy, except for this one dickhead. Uh, now, Swaggy, <laughs> now Swaggy, you know that what dickhead I'm referring to. Uh, so for some reason, this guy gravitated towards me, and after a while, I literally had to ask him. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, wow. 
Okay. I literally had to ask him who told him about this and why he was even there. I hate a person who can't control their liquor and every and says oh, no. every, everything uh, is the Illuminati just because you're they're a miserable person. You can watch or and subscribe or not watch and subscribe, but keep the wheels uh, turning at RFR. Nobody will kiss your ass. Uh, nobody will beg you to watch. We are pillagers and not fake Raider fans. Why come to an event with people just to be uptight and complain about everything? Anyway, I look forward wow. to uh, yeah, I look forward to Nashville and continue watching this channel grow and become bigger than football. Raider Nation is like no other, and this past weekend just proved that. Like Wasted says, the Raiders Equinox is among us. All love and respect, Tide Raider. P.S. The Raiders have signed Daniel to an uh, undist- uh, undrafted <laughs> free agent after winning the MVP <laughs> at the flag football game. Yeah, oh, totally. nicely done. That guy, Daniel, man. Guy tore it up, man. He absolutely tore he had it like up. like three picks. Three picks, and entered, uh, a touchdown there. So, yeah, that was great, man. Not Daniel Mangus, but, uh, yep. but but Daniel out there just balling out with his long Luke Skywalker hair. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah, good stuff there. And Alfred Esparza's in the chat. Hey, Murphy, hey, what's Swag. up, Alfred? Had a blast meeting you guys at Charles Woodson Meeting Green. Had a blast meeting you, man. Totally, That was man. awesome. He was like, hey, I'm Alfred. Yeah. Like, ah, what's going yeah, on? I remember that, you. What's up, buddy? That was so cool, man. So cool. All right. Um, sorry, we got to kind of hit the accelerator here as we're running out of time. So we're going we're gonna to get through these. Uh, evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Fan Cave. I hope this email finds you all well and the hangovers from vegas are subsiding before i get to the draft i'd like to add my respects best wishes and condolences to the family of daryl LaMonica. as raider fans we are often accused of living in the past too much and that all we ever talk about is back in the day well here's the deal folks we have a history to be proud of and it deserves to be admired and, and recognized when you have illustrious names like Stabler, Brown, Otto Tatum, Sistrunk, Hendricks, Woodson, Upshaw, Allen Long, Mays, Hayes, Branch, and many others, then why wouldn't you look back with pride? Whatever you do in life, you have to remember the people that brought you to where you are now. It's not our fault that so many other teams have nothing to look, to look back on. LaMonica is as big of a name as there is in Raiders history. Like many, I wasn't lucky enough to see him play, but I've read his history, watched the footage, and admired the impact he had on the Raiders and the game in general. The man is a legend. He is, has our respect and admiration, and we will miss him. There will never be another mad bomber. Rest in peace, number three, and thank you, sir. Now, what else happened since the last show? Oh, yeah, there was a draft. There was a draft. Putting it simply, I'm more happy with the players we picked this year. In particular, I'm happiest with Matthew Butler and Neil Farrell. F to the A to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Farrell now. It's Farrell. For those of you that, uh, for those two guys, can become starters this season, and they'll become sleepless nights around the league. If you haven't seen their tape, check out Watts Raiders YouTube channel. They are beasts. The Ziggy and McDaniel's partnership went out, went about their business quietly and efficiently, and seemed very content with their choices. They stuck to their plan, and who am I to disagree? We'll find out over the next twelve months or so just how good of a class it is. But for now, I'm happy to welcome everybody. I could care less what anybody else did, who went where and why, because none of them are Raiders. I'm just happy for our draft class and the undrafted guys we picked up as well, some of which look very exciting. I can't wait for them to get started. I was also happy with the news we have decided not to activate the fifth-year option of Josh Jacobs, Cleveland Farrell, and Jonathan Abram. Not because I have anything against them, but the way things stand, Jacobs and Farrell's contracts aren't financially sensible, and Abram's shoulder would concern me. Hopefully they'll play all lights out this season and give Ziggy a dilemma. 
There was never a doubt in Vegas was going to put out an incredible show. The razzmatazz, bright light, ceremony, the whole thing, and occasion was in safe hands. However, I believe even Vegas was upstaged by graphic raider, wasted talent, Hammer and Andy, who put on a few days of party time raider style. From the flag football game uh, to the draft picks themselves, they did a fantastic job and made it work the whole weekend. It might take a while to recover, but they deserve so much credit for the work they put into everything. One thing is for sure, Nashville set a tone a few years ago, and Las Vegas took the baton and ran with it. It's going to be a difficult act to follow, especially since next year's act is in Kansas City. What? Mm. Kansas City in 2023 will be a catastrophe. I look forward to watching it from the couch. What is a collective term for a group of Chiefs fans? <laughs> it's best not to go there, this being a family show and all. I can <laughs> picture it now. The venue will be a field with the locals howling at the moon. The dueling banjos from Deliverance will be playing in the background on a loop, and someone will be chewing grass depending on who's in charge of the community tooth that weekend. Nice. Thank God they got rid of Tyreek Hill. At least the kids will be safe. He ain't wrong. So a busy week comes to an end, and we all await the OTAs and training camps, plus the official game day schedule is announced on May 12th. That's 12th, Swag Jeff. Yes, it is. So we'll get confirmation of how our Super Bowl season is going to take shape. That's really it. Pretty quiet everywhere else. In Europe, we still have Russia. Well, man. In Europe, we still have a Russian idiot with a flea up his butt. The French have started putting more reverse gears on their tanks, and they've changed their national flag to a right quash, right you can't get it out. <laughs> to a white cross on a white background to save time. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Only our buddy in Shropshire, England, will start an international incident for oh, us totally. here RFR. In, in absence of Uncle Mosh, of course. Some things don't change. Thank God for the Raiders and the NFL. Stay safe, RFR family. Love your Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner, 2019. Foggy Glasses Award winner, 2020. BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper. Proud Made Man. Five-time, 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 plus one, plus one. Winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Paul! 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 Paul. 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 I'm Paul. All right, appreciate. I it, love when I watch shows okay, and I find a Paul. Oh, there yeah, was a yeah, Paul, yeah, there yeah. was a Paul in there that's that was in a show that I'm watching right now, and I'm like, ah, oh, there's one, there's one of the Pauls. Oh, nice, yeah, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. And I love because every time I hear the name, then I go Paul. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Good stuff there. I right, appreciate you. Uh, Paul, of course, who is basically like the capo of our emailers. He's yes. the guy that leads that crew, and we always end that segment with him. And if you want to be an emailer, you can email us at show at uh, S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or if you want to be a caller, you can call us at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. And we have, a, we have a capo of the callers. Yeah, and do. he's really the capo of the capo. Not only the capo of the callers, not only the capo of those whole made men crew, but when you roll around Vegas with Aaron the Q-Dog Raider or Nashville or anywhere else we've hung out with Aaron. All is right. It's, he's, he's the man. He's, he's the, the best. Man. He's the absolute best. We love him to death, and he always kicks off this segment. Uh, he is the capo, and he always leads off the callers. So let's check in with our good friend and yours. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, if my freaking stupid thing with... There it comes. 
I don't like this Windows update. Here we go. Greetings, Don Murph, Consigliere, Uncle Moss, Underboss Sonny, our Sergeant at Arms, the Sizzler, Big Raider Trucker, Mojo from the Universe Speaks, from Rome the Mean King, Swag Jeff, Chuck Spiderhead McCann, from the Niebuhr Nation, Ron, the Mater Raider Nation. When I left the Las Vegas draft Saturday night, uh, the Raiders were plus 675 to win the AFC West. Now, this offseason, the AFC West has become the most competitive division in the NFL. The Raiders have not garnered, I guess, the buzz that other teams like Denver or Kansas City or, heaven forbid, the Los Angeles Superchargers. But it's interesting to see, in my opinion, that, you know, why aren't we getting more love and more respect from all the pundits and talking heads? I think it's the Josh McDaniels factor, to be completely honest with you. I mean, this guy's an unknown, and, you know, he definitely brings a lot more uh, questions than he does answers based on his previous stint as an NFL coach. But let's go ahead and keep this in perspective. He's definitely working with a lot more hitting into 22 than John Gruden happened to be working with going into 2021. Now, what is more, Derek Carr was plus 1,200 for the most passing yards for the upcoming season at plus 1,200. Hmm. Now, Carr set a new career high, throwing for more than 4,800 yards this past season. Now, this was in a season where his head coach was fired, his top target, Darren Waller, only played 11 games, and, and they lost you know, their top uh, speed receiver uh, midway through the season due to that horrific accident. And I'm not going to go into depth, but DC4 has a new offensive-minded head coach and once again the enigmatic Josh McDaniels from uh, the Pats, a new, a new receiver, his former buddy from Fresno State, Devontae Allworld Adams, uh, DA17 if you need him, who might be the top receiver in the league, and I actually think that he is. Now, they finally have all the pieces in place in order to take that next step, and I got them doing it, baby. Now, May 2nd was the deadline for the you know, NFL teams across the board in order to either pick up or let go the fifth-year options for their former first-round you know, draft picks. I brought this up last call, but we all knew that Abram and uh, Farrell, Farrell, however you want to pronounce it, uh, they were fool's gold, and, you know, being two out of three, I had those guys not being picked up for the fifth year, but nobody envisioned what I saw, the message that was sent to Josh Jacobs by owner Mark Davis and GM Dave Ziegler. They didn't pick up his fifth year either. Now, this ostensibly makes uh, Jacobs a proven player for 2022. The big thing the Raiders did in, in pointing this out and bringing the point home in the draft was they stuck to their proven system that they brought from New England. They took the best player available. And in case you missed it, McDaniel said, we took the players who we felt were the best players at the position whenever we were picking them at the time in the draft. And it's, you know, it's time to work and develop those people. What we do from here on out will determine a lot with what we do with how we look back on the guys that we have drafted on each selection and, you know, what we think about it moving forward. Former pro bowler Josh Jacobs appears to have been, you know, draft over as far as I'm concerned whenever they reached out in the fourth round and they took against all grain Georgia's Zamir Zeus White. And to add insult to injury, they went ahead and they took in the seventh round um, UCLA's Britton Brown. Honestly, I don't see this guy making the 53, but you got to take it for what it's worth. Now, one of the few moves that I actually got right when predicting the Raiders draft this particular draft was the seventh-round selection of old lineman from 
and Ohio State University, <laughs> Thayer Munford. Um, you know, once again, he was a back-to-back first-team All-Big Ten honoree, both at left guard and left tackle. Munford has, you know, been hailed as the steal of the draft. I mean, he's a versatile, you know, guy. He's going to be able to be moved up and down the line, and he's an absolute force up front, standing six foot six, weighing 320 pounds. Though the former Buckeye lacks the athleticism to be an elite NFL lineman, Munford is surely ready to go ahead and put his wares to the test in the NFL. Now, the Raiders OTAs, once again, they start on, you know, me and Swaggo's birthday, May 23rd through the 24th, <laughs> again on May 26th, nice. and then June 1 through the 3rd, June 13th through the 14th, and then the mandatory minicamp um, uh, going down June 7th through the 9th, silver linings. How about Mark Davis teasing the media by saying he believes in former 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick? Um, Here's the hoping that this guy actually gets a tryout and become our backup signal caller. Who better to hold our clipboard? Now, I almost forgot, and I want to take the time out to congratulate our own Kevin the Raider Nerd on his Vegas nuptials. Amen. All the best to you, homie, your wife. What a lady. And I also I want to you know extend more respect out to Murph and Swag Jeff for the love given to my son Gavin, who accompanied me to the draft. Yes. The hit list. Jackson Mahomes, Roger Goodell. Jerry Jones, Daniel Snyder, Jim Rome, Mike Wilbon, Jason Whitlock, Insurrectionist, and me, yes, me, for leaving my wife's RFR's uh, shirt that Swaggo gifted me at the Rockstar Bar. I got to get it together. Oh, <laughs> screw the Supreme Court. Rue. Oh, no, you left his shirt at the Rockstar Bar? Oh, no. Oh, I hate that. Well, well, we'll get him another one. We'll get you another one. Yeah. <clears throat> Give Jeff an excuse to buy a shirt. Sure, yeah. you're all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding, right? Absolutely. All right. So good stuff there from our buddy Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. And, yes. and, and if you want to know what it's like walking around Vegas with Aaron, then uh, check out our last uh, audio version of, of the show that we did, our RFR Rundown. And we talk about what it's like walking around Vegas or anywhere else. With it needs to be. It needs to be on everyone's bucket list. It, like no joke. Like if if anything, if you want a reason to come to Tennessee to see the Raiders play uh, at the Titans, come to meet Aaron the Q Dog so Raider. We can all and, follow Capo down Broadway. Absolutely, and 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 really, and all the RFR crew is is just so so. Not us, but like our listening crew is is just an, an amazing group of folks. And yes, and uh, and Aaron is, as always. Is the uh, is the leader of, of, of us all? So uh, appreciate you being the head of the table, Capo. And uh, so listen, if you call the show three times and you get your message played, uh, you could become made, right? So you become like you get a seat at the table. You become like you know, and Aaron's the maid of the maid men, uh, but you get a chance to like you know become means you're like family, means you're kind of untouchable. Yeah. All right, so you can become part of the crew. So definitely call the show, 909-345-3346. And Swag Jeff, while we were in Vegas, yes, we made a lot of new friends. We did. One of our new friends is our buddy Muhammad. Oh, yes. Do you remember Muhammad? I, vaguely. No, I'm just kidding. I, no, I, I remember him perfectly. <laughs> no, the, the, maybe the best taxi driver in all of Las Vegas. Ever. The coolest, sweetest guy. And so he was asking us about what we do and all that kind of stuff. So we started talking to him. And we asked him if he wanted to cut a promo for us to tell you that for those of you that are in the listening audience, that you need to get made. Yeah. Tell them they need to get made. Get made. (laughs) Bitches. (laughs) Get made. (laughs) (laughs) Bitches. Yes. I love that. He said so after we cut that, he goes, 
I've never said that word before. <laughs> like, ever? Ever? Like, he's yeah. like, no. He's like, I don't say that. So, yeah. So, listen. Call the show, 909-345-3346, and get made, bitches. Tell them they need to get made. Get made. <laughs> bitches. <laughs> get made. Bitches. <laughs> oh, we oh, love him. so damn We good. love him, Muhammad. So, speaking of getting made, we got two new made men tonight. Uh, first off is our buddy, Captain Jack, and then we're going to get to our new friend, Cool Cody, uh, and both of them are going to become made. And listen, Captain Jack has called the show two times. We saw him live at Graphic Raiders event, and he's like, what the hell do I got to do? Why do I got to call? Like, I know you guys. Why do I got to call three times? And I'm like, I'll tell you what, Jack, let's record you, and then we'll consider this your third call. So here he is, Captain Jack. Congratulations. You are now a made man. Are you fuckers? This is Captain Jack. Why the fuck do I gotta call three fucking times to be made? Fuck you! Make me right now, you bastards! Yeah! <laughs> so there he is. There's Captain oh, Jack. There he is. There's Captain Jack. So no, congratulations, Captain Jack. You are now a made man. Yes. Uh, here at Raiders Fan Radio. And I would play the music for you right now, but... Swag Jeff, we have one more to get to. We got yeah, not we to do. gloss over the genius of the one and only Captain Jack Rackham, but we want to celebrate the second made man tonight, and that is our good friend uh, who we met at the RFR listener meetup. He is now referred to as Cool Cody. The Cool Cody. And after this call, we will play his music as he is now the second after after Captain Jack to be named tonight, the newest to the list, seat at the table. Welcome to the show to the made men. Hey, this is uh, the newly appointed Cool Cody, a.k.a. Cody Thompson. And uh, just giving a call in here because uh, after the draft, and just want to say I had a great time with uh, meeting up with all you guys, the whole crew out there uh, at the bar. And you guys uh, you guys are awesome. I had a great time and hope you guys enjoyed Vegas. Um, but, yeah, as far as, uh, as far as talking some actual Raider football here, uh, I got to say uh, – the draft scene call. Okay, I gotta I gotta jump in for for Cool Cody. Okay, his phone cut out. Oh no! His phone cut out. Did it really? It sure did. But you know what though, Cool Cody, you made the call. You made the third call. You made the appearance there at the RFR listener meetup. We appreciate you, and so let's celebrate and welcome Cool Cody and Captain Jack Rackham to the table as they are the two newest members of the Made Men. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. Are you f***ers? 
This is Captain Jack. You're listening to the soothing sounds of Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Uncle Mosh, and that wonderful gentleman, Swag Jeff. What the f*** are you doing? Oh my gosh, we love oh Captain Jack, though. He's the best. That's so good, man. All right, next up, congratulations. She, he, will, he will rival Michelle Sweat in a cussing contest. Oh, dude. And, like, and Michelle in the chat goes, is Captain Jack my dad? <laughs> Probably. That's, That's so amazing. Funny. Are you fuckers? <laughs> <laughs> I can just listen to that over and over again. Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, we love oh, you, Captain Jack. All right, next up, let's get to our next caller. Uh, let's hear from our oh, boys. So the, the the calls, man, are just off the chain here lately, man. And let's check in with our buddy Sergeant Joe Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Population 1,230,000 people, 135.81 square miles of constantly interfacing humanity, representing every race, color, creed, and persuasion. But God, no matter how he's worshipped, decided to drop them here in this garden oasis nestled in the heart of the Silver State. Over a million people, people who work here and play here and like any other place anywhere, there are those who have it and those who want it. Those who have it enjoy it no matter how they got it. Those who want it can get it by attempting to better themselves in a sympathetic community populated by decent citizens cheering them on. Or they can try to take it the easy way. Because in Sin City, from time to time, there are those who stand boldly against the nation. Some wearing powder blue, some wearing orange, and some wearing the dreaded McDonald's colors of Kansas City. That's where I come in, doing my job to the best of my ability on a daily basis. I work here. I carry a badge. My name is Friday. All right, there is Sergeant Joe Friday representing the Raider Nation. We appreciate you, uh, Sergeant Joe Friday. All right, next up, let's get to our good. So you remember the other, not the other day, the other week when the Mangus Brothers called and they were reenacting Star Wars scenes. Do you remember that? And yes. I said, I would love to hear the Mangus Brothers reenact some more Star Wars scenes. They don't disappoint. Gentlemen, we are here to discuss the AFC West. Those damn rebels have taken the plan and we need to find them. Oh, don't let us get us away, Thor. Your devotion to their ancient powers has done nothing to conquer the division, let alone the American football cup. <laughs> I find your lack of faith disturbing, Patrick. <laughs> Enough of this. Thor, release him. As you wish, Devontae. <sighs> May the fourth be with us all. <laughs> oh, nice oh, done, dude. That's boys. so good. So good. Nicely done, Megas boys. Oh my gosh, I love it. All right, oh. so uh, next up, let's get to our buddy, uh, the Raider Karaoke Kid. Uh, this, you know, I don't put my thumb on the scale except for when I do. The Raider Karaoke Kid brought it this week, Jeff. Okay, this is funny. Now, hang in there. I'll just say this. I'll give you not a spoiler alert. This is one of those things when you watch a video and it says "watch to the end." This is one of those kind of calls. Oh, okay. You got to hang in there with it. Greetings, RFR. This is the Raider oh, Karaoke Kid. Good quality. With a special heartfelt song for all the nation. 
feelings nothing more than feelings trying to forget my feelings of love teardrops holding down wait what is that I thought I heard something that's that music sounds very familiar wait it it can't be no 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 I come to you from Death Valley. As the season progresses, I will be making stops along the way to issue last rites for opposing members of the AFC West Division. For them, there will be no resting in peace, only pieces. And to the Raider Karaoke Kid, don't ever sing that song again. <laughs> oh my God. So well done. Isn't that legit? That's amazing. It's legit, bro. Oh my gosh. Raider Karaoke Kid getting the Undertaker, man. The dead man walking on the show. I love it, man. Oh Excellent impression. So good. All right. So next up. Uh, the Megas brothers, by the way, did not like me putting my thumb on the scale because their 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 uh, their performance there in that Star Wars scene, which was well, epic. they're living up to their saltiness, uh, right? They're, just, they're living up. They're to just it. gonna run it up there. They're gonna just gonna compete with Kill Jadis again for the Sore Loser Award. Yeah, you know they they bitch at me all the time for doing something <laughs> stupid on this show, but then they're like, "Hey, I want to make sure to see you in Nashville." Like, "Hey, we're buddies. Wait, let's hang out." Like, yeah, no, it's are we? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have to drop an elbow on those fools. You know oh what I'm saying? Oh my gosh! And, and, no, and, be all right. And, and speaking of dropping elbows, we're getting spammed by freaking like yeah, porn yeah, sites I, tonight. I guess someone said, "You know, you've made it when you get spammed by by, by totally. porn bots in your chat." Yeah, if that's making it, then okay, we'll take it. All right, so here we go. <laughs> Foxy Scorpio uh, says, "Yay, more sex." <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me. That's so funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so funny. All right, so speaking of sore losers, let's check in with our buddy. He calls himself the northernmost Raider fan. He's our buddy up there in Alaska. And again, it's, this is another doozy. The good, good stuff there from our buddy, Kill Jadis. The NFL draft has come and gone. And if we are patient enough, we won't have to wait long. The season will be gone. Yeah. Let's hope that our grades, or at least let's get our grades for this year's draft. And hopefully our picks won't make our team look down. Dylan Parham, the guard from Memphis, is a B. A plus, because he'll be securing that line in no time. You'll see. Well, B to Zamir White, the running back from Georgia. A plus, because he's a solid runner from the third string. Hallelujah. Matthew Butler, or sorry, Matthew Butler is a B for the Tennessee DT. A plus, because he'll get opportunities when everyone's worried about Jones and Crosby. B to Ohio State, opposite tackle, Sayer Munford Jr. A plus for Deb 
And they can't come any sooner. D to Britton Brown, because why would we pick this running back from UCLA? Hey, plus, you idiot, because today is the fourth, and this is the way. This is not the way, you overly positive idiot. Who are you calling idiot, you negative Nancy? I thought we were past all this. <laughs> not until they win the damn Super Bowl. And I give them all these because you won't know until how they're going to be until they're about three years. Even if they're A's or S, we won't know until three years. Well, why can't, ugh. Yeah, well, just, just, why can't we disagree that we should be glad that we didn't get smoked Monday? Why? It would have been great. We would have literally been the key and peace, the key and peel skit from Phil of Memes. I don't want that. Smoke Monday is a fitting name for a raider. <laughs> you know what's a perfect name for a raider? Don't you say it, Kill Jadis. He's going to get angry. I'm going to say it. Don't. Neil, F to the A to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It is feral. Nice. <laughs> you can't escape it, Q-Dog. <laughs> we'll have a feral on the team whether you like it or not. <laughs> You're going to get police on the get list, Kill Jadis, and it's worth it. <laughs> Ugh. Let's just end this. May the fourth be with you all in this day, Raider Nation. For this is the way. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff there from our buddy Kill Janus. Nicely done, my friend. Yes. The calls tonight, y'all are crushing it tonight, man. This is awesome. All right, one more to get to. Uh, we call him the Houstonian. He is our good friend out there in Houston, Texas. He, uh, he is Houston Raider Steve, and he's always coming with the knowledge and the dulcet singing tones. Oh, good. Murph Marsh, White Jeff, made men, made women, nation, Houston Raider Steve. It's going to say, I like the draft that we did with the players that we got. The running back from Georgia named White. He's going to be a bruiser. You know, with him and Josh Jacobs back there, Kenyon Drake, and one or two other running backs we have back there, we've got a great thing. As you know, I played, played offensive line, left tackle in college, in high school, and you win and lose games in the trenches. That's where you win and lose. Offensive line, defensive line. Don't get pressure, give up sacks. That's how you win and lose games. Anyway, I like the two offensive linemen we got. I like the two defensive linemen we got. I like the overall draft. I think we have, what, six, no, seven picks. And um, anyway, I, I, I like what it is and everything. So all I was going to say is Las Vegas look good. I'm excited about uh, – actually, what I wanted to say is that we're not playing any international games for the first time in a while. I don't think we did last year. Oh. But anyway, we're not playing Jacksonville over there, nope. so that's going to be a team in Jacksonville. They want the Raiders on TV. I'm sorry, I talked over Steve. They want Allegiant Stadium on TV, is totally. what I meant to say. Totally. Fruits are so bright, you got to wear shades. Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> Viva Las Wages. Anyway, <laughs> as I can say, the Raiders are back. The future looks bright. I'm glad Carr signed the contract. Good day. Y'all are awesome, and it's a great day to be a Raider always. So proud of our team, the way it's going. Love Ziegler, and, of course, McDaniels. There is life after Mayock and Gruden. Bye. Houston Raiders, Steve, if you need him. My gosh, I always love his calls, man. He's the best, man. He's the best. 
He's the best. All right, so we award a sizzler. That is the best email or phone caller of the night. And so uh, Uncle Mosh typically awards that award. But in his absence, it turns over to my buddy that adorns the Southern Annex of the Western Annex. Swag Jeff, who do we have tonight? Yeah, oh my gosh. We started out with some great emails. Uh, Raider chemist, Matthew Mangus, Tide Raider, and of course, Paul Kicked us off for the emails and then uh, voicemails. Of course, we lead it off with uh, with our boy Aaron the Q Dog Raider Capo, uh, and then uh, Captain Jack. Yar gaffers! Oh my gosh! Oh my Captain gosh! Jack. It's the best. It's that was the best. that was so good. And cut a promo after his call and all that stuff for our show it was so good. And then uh, and then cool Cody who had a ball in Vegas. He got. Uh, he got nicknamed Cool Cody because he is the only cool Cody in Raider Nation. Uh, and uh, they both got made, so congrats to both of you guys. Uh, Sergeant Joe Friday repping the nation for sure. Uh, the Mangus Boys, who said, uh, they fi- I find your lack of faith disturbing. That was so good. Mangus so, Boys crushed it. So good, absolutely. Uh, let's see, Raider Karaoke Kid with the Dead Man uh, and oh, taking care so of the Karaoke too. Kid. So good. Uh, Kill Jadis, who, uh, Raider Savage and Kill Jadis runs down the draft, and then they end up arguing by the end of it, of course. <laughs> And then a Houston Raider Steve, who loved the draft and said the games are won in the trenches. But tonight, the BRT Raiders Fan Radio Sizzler Award is going to go to the Raider Karaoke King. Oh, let's go! Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Yeah, you know, that one was hard, Yarg. man. Yeah, you know, that was really hard. That dude, like, seriously, that there's... Was- Four plus. I, you know, I hate. I hate it. doing this. I hate doing the Sizzlers because I, it's always so hard for me because all the calls are so amazing. And honestly, Captain Jack had it racked up. Or had he had it racked up? He had it racked up early, man. And then, but uh, the karaoke kit. His his dead man impression. That was good. That was a really was good, a really good impression. It was a really good Undertaker, and yeah, it just it just won my heart. It was really good, and 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 much much props and much respect to all everybody that called and like and the emails were great. Freaking like I'm, I'm there, there's there's multiple winners each oh and gosh. every week and y'all totally. crush it and this show is nothing if it's not for you all and so we thank you so very very much and and we look we play and have a lot of fun and you know we take our fandom seriously but not our te- ourselves too seriously and uh, so we appreciate all of the uh, contributions that you guys make to this show uh, one last time I want to shout out the chat Tyrone Graves is in there Crujo is in there Crujo I got your uh, I got your uh, non shoey cleat coming soon. Uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, T3 Sports Guy's in there, Lencho is in there, Michelle is in there, uh, Schmucky the Raider Bear, Lalo is in there, Alfred Esparza, he said everyone killed it today, man, thank you for that, Alfred, and so good to meet you, my friend, in, uh, in person, totally. uh, our friend Frankie Mosqueda is in there, Ron the Materator, of course, holding it down, Ron the Materator with the freaking the drop of the night, Captain Jack, what's that parrot doing in your pants? Arrgh, oh. it's driving me nuts! <laughs> You guys rule. Chat room, we love you so much. Again, if not for you guys, uh, this show is nothing. So thank you for tuning in. Check us out each and every week. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Search for Raiders Fan Radio on on any podcast service. And check out the One Nation Foundation where we give away 100% of the money that goes in. Thank you, Jeff, for being here. Totally missed Uncle Mosh. 
Like Jeff, take us home. Yeah, and speaking of the One Nation Foundation, we made 60 bucks for the One Nation hey, Foundation tonight. Go. Hey, so so thanks to everyone that donated. Uh, Air the Cute Art Raider, Daniel Mangus, Tyrone, and Ebony Graves. Uh, thank you guys so much. And thanks to everyone that came out and hung out with us in Vegas, man. Oh, dude, we right? cannot give you enough respect. Enough. I mean, you guys made that trip just one for the record books. I mean, we'll never forget that. And hopefully you don't either and all that stuff. It was just it was so much fun. We cannot thank you enough. That was great. And all the listeners that are in here and then all the other content creators and all that, that was so much fun. Uh, Murph, what you got, my man? Dude, I hate to interrupt you in the middle, and we might have to hit the outro music one last time. Please do me a favor. Yeah. Talk a little bit about what we got coming up this summer. Oh, on your outro, or like the plans that we have around the fannies and all that stuff. Absolutely. We should have talked about that earlier. And we it, we shame on me, I totally forgot. We so if you wouldn't mind, before we get out of here, talk a little bit about that, Jeff. Abs- absolutely. So, yeah, we will talk about that. So uh, the summer swag is back, man. It's coming. The summer of swag is coming very soon. I think we're gonna. I think we'll say tentatively uh, the first of June, uh, first week of June. We will be back. And if you liked the summer of swag last year, you're gonna love it this year. We got so much more cool oh stuff gosh. to give away. We got our buddy Jason working on some really cool things. We've got some cool things that we're gonna give away, and all the proceeds are going to the One Nation Foundation. We're pushing for a big donation to the. Uh, I want to wanna double what we did last year. We've doubled it already once. We. We we talked about we talked about what twenty five thousand or something goofy twenty girl but I'd like yeah. to get to eight I want, for I want to get I want to get to ten I want to be at ten okay I think that's a good round number to be All at right. and I think we can do it because okay. we're gonna have a Deal. lot of really cool stuff to do uh, and so you know and we might get some other of our content creator friends and stuff to help us as well hey let's get this we number talk to Graf you know? about it we're gonna, yeah Graf is gonna be in with us on Bulletin Cop ships man so, so we're we're gonna we're gonna do this big the summer swag is gonna be really fun and it's gonna end with with our fannies like they do like they do every single year and this fannies is gonna be cool because it's a it's a monumental fannies it's a monumental fannies because we've been doing this stupid show for a while now 10 years 10 years 10 years so we're gonna do a 10th anniversary show along with the fannies and stuff it's so the fannies a- is our award show we're gonna also celebrate uh your anniversary on the show like yes. we gotta we gotta this summer's gonna be badass raider nation so even though there's not yep. a lot of football to watch Hang in here with us at Raiders Fan Radio because we're going to be doing it big and have a lot of fun this summer. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in uh, tonight uh, uh, to uh, to Raiders Fan Radio where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Ebony Graves, another $10 donation. Thank you, Ebony. Thank Thank you so much. We we can't appreciate you enough. That's great. That's amazing. Uh, Hey, let's not forget, folks, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. We love you. May the fourth be with you. Good night, YouTube. Goodbye. Are you f***ers? This is Captain Jack. You're listening to the soothing sounds of Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Uncle Mosh, and that wonderful gentleman, Swag Jeff. What the f*** are you doing?